At Mountain Dew, we'd like to remind you that the world as we know it would not exist without the number zero. Which is why, at Mountain Dew, we'd like to recognize the number zero for making Mountain Dew Zero Sugar possible. Even with no sugar, it packs all of the bold citrus kick Dew Nation knows and loves. It's so good, you have no reason not to try it. As in zero. Get it? Crack open an ice-cold Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. It's zero sugar. All do. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to No Gimmicks Needed. Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you. You have to be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker. Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, here you see a punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Eater Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Andy, and joining me are my brothers out here, my co-host, not Dion Sands of Primetime. Quinisima. Yeah. First of all, shout out to uh, shout out to Deion Sanders for getting that million dollars from Diddy. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Yeah, that will su- <laughs> support his college. Let's talk about Diddy, man. Yeah. <laughs> you see the awards last night, Diddy? I don't know how y'all felt about it. I wasn't feeling that uh, you know, performance. Diddy, I, oh, I, I wasn't feeling about I Diddy. Feel, I wasn't feeling it neither. His tribute to himself, I wasn't feeling all that. Oh, do, 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 <laughs> no, wait, look, look. This podcast is going to be very, very fucking loose, so... I, I, I'll say my quick feels about that, but also join me is the man, myth, the reality, revolutionary, Mr. Rant himself, Q Flow, Flow the rookie, freshman Flow. What's going on, y'all? I'm I'm back from you know my fake little tour or whatever. That joint <laughs> wasn't fake, y'all. Y'all up about this before? Right. That joint wasn't fake. Oh. Yeah, I'm I'm back. Yeah, I mean I'm back off the road to now. <laughs> it's it's great to have you back. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. So yeah. So guys, yeah. Uh, so this week uh, on the podcast, there really, honestly, is not like some groundbreaking news. Obviously, there's 20 years of Cena. I was going to ask probably to do a top top five for for John Cena, but I was like, no, we can just, we can just talk about Cena a little bit. That he that we did the podcast a little bit. Then we turned to Raw. There's a bit in door. There's a couple of uh, ins and outs stuff that only will probably last a minute. So it's going to be a very very loose loose podcast because you know uh just, just like i said along with watching forbidden door you know they had the bt awards that was on sunday and you know we had to see diddy representing diddy for diddy's award I, 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 I. so i was just like well that was something it says since uh turntables has not come back yet i'm like well i gotta talk about this you know somewhere so it's gonna be a very very loose podcast and it's our podcast so i really don't care <laughs> so you know, we will get we will get the wrestling done before we, before we do all that. I want to make sure we pay the bills. Make sure you guys check out spaceforyou.com. Put us a part of check out the content they have on there from Lulu and Pop Plus One Market Dark Show and Doing Business with Mark Randall. Make sure you guys check out the Nerd Coaches content on there as well as the No Gimmicks Eater Wrestling Podcast, Nerd Gangster Talk Podcast, Turntables Hip Hop Culture Beyond, Drunk Dog Sober Tongue, and make sure check us out on all the podcast apps: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Uh, Stitcher, 
Check out the snippets on YouTube Premium and also my main man Primetime and uh, Leroy TV. Do the Prime inside your pockets every single Friday. So, uh, Prime, what did you guys do this Friday? Can I take a guess since, you know, it was it was the day before we lost the King. So, was it something related to that? Uh, yeah, we talked about We We uh, reviewed the Victory Tour. I wish I was a part of that. <laughs> I wish I was a part of that. But that sounded like a good show. Yeah. And then, so also, you know, uh, we Mike fans over here also, on Saturday, me, Prime, and Lady Sketch did a review of the 30th anniversary concert. That's up. And I put up a retro of us talking about Moonwalker. Me, Q-Flow, Primetime, Lady Sketch, Swaggo Zero, all up from Moonwalker. So you guys can check that out too. That joined us from like years ago. And it was funny, so I don't know if y'all went back and checked that out yet. But nah, I ain't even see it. I'll check it out. Oh, yeah, make sure you get it. It's all it's it, this joint was like from I want to say 2018. Jesus, but I was oh. I still got it. The content was still sweet, so I was just like, oh yeah, we using this, we using this. So I put that up. Also, like I said, my main man Q Flow with the music came back. Dang, y'all ain't y'all ain't talking about the American Dream. Oh, you know, I had a thumbnail saved for that, and I was waiting to do a review because I I wanted everybody uh, for that one. I didn't want just me. Yeah, I'm down for that. Y'all know that's one of my favorite biopics. Yeah, I mean, look. So now since we got you back on, and you know, say because you know my birthday in August, so we could definitely set something up for August. You know, and make sure even we can record early. Yeah. But, but yeah, so yeah, I, I would definitely want to. Uh, I don't want this to be me and Prime. I want it to be, you know, everybody, because everybody can relate to that that miniseries. Uh-huh. That and the Temptations. You know what I'm saying? That Temptations, Five Heartbeats. Everybody can relate. The five Heartbeats. Hey, yes, sir. Was it you? Huh? Was that you? What are you talking about? Was you when I left the towel in the pool? He's falling right into this. Wait. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right, so what happened? Go to bed, bed Joseph. <laughs> Go to bed. Um, what you gonna do? Make them get a switch? It's two in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna give me some ice cream? And um, oh yeah. th- no, that that, that, to go get it. that was right, fucked no. up, bro. Don't, don't do that, man. We saw we saw them good Eminem's like that. <laughs> Look, we all we can definitely go make sure to talk about that. So yeah, that, that's definitely gonna be on the docket because we gotta talk about Jackson. She's Jackson been in my bed. I heard it, Joseph. I, 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 yeah, yeah, to get to enjoy that. Get to enjoy that. Uh, yeah, Angela Bassett is such a good actor. Yeah. She, it, oh baby, she, she, she is. Do, she do that crying. Huh? Huh? I don't yeah. want you no more. Uh, yeah. I don't want you. I don't want oh. you. I don't want you. It's like that turns on every movie she. I'm like, damn. That is good, but that crying, that don't stay the same. Uh-huh. I, ne- I never knew Katha Jackson and Betty Shabazz and Tina Turk could all cry the same. <laughs> <laughs> they just do. But well, Tina's yeah. cry was different. But, you know. uh-huh. but uh, yeah, so like I said, my man made the with out there on, on the torrent. You're putting the music videos out, you know, other on, on uh, other podcasts and stuff like that. So make sure you guys go check him out. Honestly, if you want to give a shout out to the podcast that you was on, bro, 
because uh, he, he he sent me in prime a, a little small snippet of it and i was like oh i really like the setup that they got and everything i was like i may have to steal some couple things oh yeah yeah for sure man so that was um uh not the same podcast um that episode was from last week actually we shot that last week um it was a pretty dope episode we talked about um we talked about the vents allegations we talked about um philly culture with christian rap um you know the uh me being able to perform with my dad drumming and how music you know i talked about music getting me and my dad's relationship better stuff like that um so yeah it was a pretty it was a pretty dope uh we talked oh 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 get this y'all we talked about basketball oh snap <laughs> what did y'all talk about we so uh they were talking about the finals oh you was like okay <laughs> they were talking about the finals uh but yeah so it was a pretty good episode, hoop like so. Wait, hold on hold, 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 hold on Q. name a name a player other than steph curry and Draymond green who won the finals jordan Poole. oh thank you all right two <laughs> All right. For the wig, I'm about to say, uh, he, he was like that Clay Thompson real quick. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, that's uh, yeah, we, 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 so, so, huh? Come on. Now I was about to say, say we making one. This is not I was about to say we making one. Mr. Andy, we making one. We making a basketball. <laughs> basketball fan. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but um, but yeah. So if y'all want to check that out, um, it's on uh, that's not Christian podcast. Okay. Is it on YouTube? That's on that's that's what it is on YouTube. That's oh. not Christian podcast. All right. All right. Y'all get to see my Vince McMahon rant session. I wasn't here to do it with my family. Mm-hmm. I had to do it somewhere. Absolutely. No so, I appreciate 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 you going out there good work exposing yourself. You know what I'm saying? Always always rep Dirk Coalition wherever you at. You know it. So Real, uh, real quick before we get into obviously, which was happened to turn out to be one of the best wrestling shows of the year, if a bit door. There's something I want to say, and I want y'all. I'm never afraid to say anything, and you know, I always, I always stay on the soapbox, and I always do do the whole man and mirror thing stuff like that. And I, I, I want people to understand. You know, if I have a platform to do, I'm going to do this, and I want people to understand real quick that. Something happened on Friday that really set this country back 50 years. Oh, boy. All and, right, we're going there. And I, I'm telling you all right now because here's the thing. I'm calling myself and I'm calling anybody else out because we've been too chicken shit to, to do anything about it. And that's including me. Because women's rights just got taken away. And by over 18 states when they just overturned Roe v. Wade. And people may sit there and think like, you know, you, you're mad and you want to put something on social media and then it's like, okay, we move on. And then the question is like, what can I do? Or you got the people that be like, well, I don't want to talk about it because ain't nothing that's going to good that's going to come out of this. Or, see, this this is what happens when you vote for such, you know, all, all that right now is bullshit. And all that shit is invalid because... What you have to understand is that this is the beginning of overturning everything that you thought you were used to in this in this country. And it's coming if you don't get up off your ass and do something about it. If you think you're safe because you're a man, 
No, because they they trying to overturn gay marriage. If you think you're safe because they're not talking about you, uh, you know, they have mentioned their voting rights. And imagine being 2022, 2023, and somebody tells you because you're black, you can't vote no more. Mm-hmm. You know, that shit is very, very, very fucking serious. And the thing is, everybody wants to turn a blind eye, including myself. So I want to make sure I put myself out there, including myself, because it's like, I don't want to deal with it. I'm always stressed out about it, but I like, but you know what? Is 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 it me being stressed about it or is it me running from it? Okay, because honestly, now I'm concerned about my friends. My friends who are trying to have kids or are still in the first trimester. Because a lot of people don't think everybody did that. What just happened on Friday was now they're just saying abortion is is, is illegal. That's not what's happening. Women's rights. And their privacy with their doctors is now been violated. If your woman, like you know, say, I am good friends, like you'll say, that is my family, Q and his wife over there, that's my daughter's uncle and aunt. If they want to have kids, and just, just God forbid, you know, his wife miscarries, they could charge her for that. They could charge her for a thing that the body naturally does. Her privacy being invaded. The doctor can go to jail for 10 years. For what? This shit is really happening. Yeah. And it, I, I know it's a deep thing to talk about, but I'm just like, but because it, it made me mad. And it, it made me more mad because I'm just like, yo, they told us this was going to happen. And we didn't care. Because we... Because we thought that it was so outrageous that it would not happen. Such as like, y'all, nobody thought nobody would storm the Capitol. Guess what happened? You thought that they won't overturn this. Guess what happened? Because everybody was throwing, yo, it's 2022. That means nothing. These people have been planning this for years. Mm-hmm. The difference between them and us is we are complacent. They stay mad. We get complacent. That's our fault. That is that is totally our fault. And, and I'm like, yo, if if this really affects our women of color. And I brought this up because I know my main man Q flow over there be riding for the sisters. And who else is going to stand up for them if we don't? Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, if we don't stand up for them, because as, as a man, you can't say this ain't your problem. Because women have been dying and breaking their backs for us for centuries. Centuries. Go back to slavery. For centuries. Women been doing the dirty work. And so it's time for us to get up off our ass and to make, make a difference. And, and they're already telling you. they already trying to make it seem like... Your vote don't count. Y'all need to go out there and vote. And I'm going to tell you something right now. For those all be sitting there saying that it don't fucking matter. My vote don't count. It don't matter anyway. Nigga, it's because you ain't vote in. You know, right. it'd be like a 1% turnout for the city elections. And I'll be real with you. I don't vote in my city elections all the time. I don't know out of you, a prime, a prime, especially down there in Florida, 
or or UQ flow, how many of y'all vote in y'all city elections when it comes for like judges and police chiefs and shit like that? I don't. I know the police, not the judges. Yeah, I don't. I didn't know there was one for the police. I know about the ones for the judges. Yeah, yeah, we no. Well, at least ours down here, we got like a lot of. Yeah, we, so we, we need the police, but yeah, keep it. Exactly. But the thing is, nobody be going out there and voting for it, and so all they see is that, well, they're going to get what they want anyway, because nobody's out there. It ain't just about the president going out there and voting. This is what Obama was trying to tell y'all back in 2014. He's like, y'all, can y'all please go out there and vote, because they won't let me do this, they won't let me do that, because we outnumbered here. And all everybody said was, look, we got Obama back in the office. Obama's the puppet. But you got to build the team. You got to build You got to build the foundation. You got to get out there and try to vote. And they just, they basically sitting there telling you, this is the lineup of what we're going to, what we plan on overturning. The whole court, the Supreme Court, which is supposed to be biased, we're supposed to take, we're supposed to remove church and state out of morality. Mm-hmm. They are sitting there telling you what they're going to do because they dare you to say that this this nigga ain't going to go out there and vote. Because we not. But somebody, I'm like, if I if I gotta be on my wrestling podcast, if I gotta be on Nergasm, if I gotta be talking to my friends at a barbecue, if if, if I just say something that could just touch somebody else out there, just one person. To go, who, who you never know can spread social media is it always just takes because you got to ask yourself what are you and talk about you talk about the person in the mirror what are you doing? I can sit here and talk about all the shit I want to get mad and talk about shit talk about I, I don't want to talk about it because I felt bad when the Buffalo shooting happened and, and the Uvalde shooting happened I ain't say nothing. And well, well, cause I'm mad because everybody be like this. This is supposed to be a wrestling podcast. This supposed to be, I talk about what the fuck I want to talk about. On my pockets. If you don't like it, don't listen. Okay, okay, I like where this going. Yeah, this is my podcast. This is our podcast. I do this as a team. Uh-huh. We are a black podcast in here in Philly. If you do not like what I got to say, what Q Flow got to say, even with Prime, Lady Sketch, whoever is a guest on my podcast, black, white, Native American, Hispanic, whatever, you ain't got to listen. You ain't got to be a part. Of nerd, uh, of, of uh, nerd coalition, you ain't got to be subscribed. You know, see a punk put out a tweet that made so much sense. I was like, why the fuck I ain't listening to this? He said, why the fuck are you worried about criticism from people you would not ask advice from? Uh huh. Real shit. Why the fuck are you worried about what dumb people think when you know damn well you wouldn't even ask advice from them people? Exactly. And that shit right there, it, it it bothers me. And especially after seeing the shit Vince been doing, that is small dick, white dick energy right there. That's that's the white man doing what the white man wants to do all the time. And we niggas out there think that shit is funny. That shit's not funny. After a while, you see Vince skipping down the stairs, and I'm like, this man allegedly, uh had an affair with some of his co-workers and, and paid them hush money. And then, not, not talking about what that does to his family, his wife, who, who they already been separated, whatever the case may be, and the shit that's going on backstage. You know, there's a reason why, you know, people have been walking out like Naomi and Sasha. 
which they which they dragged them through the mud. There's a reason why people just mm-hmm. get up and leave and say like that. But then it, it's all funny. Like games. his daughter. It's, it, like his own daughter that they are trash, but then they brought her back. And the only reason why they brought her back is because she's a woman and her last name is McMahon. But he already spit in the face and said that that bitch ain't going to be there that much longer because I'm in control. And it's always funny because I can show a picture of him skipping down the fucking steps. And I'm like, that's just not funny after a while. With, with, with your rant. Something when he keeps coming out every week just to say, just to like a, to give a big middle finger. Yeah, to give, give a big middle finger. But he's giving middle finger to us, to her. And these motherfuckers out there bowing to this motherfucker. Like, y'all, y'all got to chill with that. Y'all gotta chill with that. So, Q Flow, with your rent you doing that pocket, it, in a whether it's a joking matter, serious man, he got to go. Oh no, I was dead serious. Yeah. He got to go. Whatever like, gets Triple H in the seat faster, I don't care. Get his ass out. Yeah, say the, the, that shit has got to go. Now, now, like I said, who knows what other uh, NDAs they, they got? They got to look at and all that other bullshit. If it's really gonna make him go, whatever the case may be, but that. Is the kind of energy that's going on in this country right now. The good old boys club can go ahead and strut their shit, and they know, and they can do whatever the fuck they want because they are angry enough to make something happen. While we are sitting here being complacent and fighting with each other about who's right and who's wrong. And the question is, we both want the same things. Pretty, I, I, you know, it's, it, it's funny. I'm like, y'all don't understand something. With this law being overturned just like this, look what that does to the women's wrestlers out there. Remember, remember when Becky Lynch got pregnant before before she actually got had a daughter now, and she had to, she, she had to mm-hmm. miss some time because she had a miscarriage. Yep. Yeah. So you know that now that, that if that had happened now, that's a crime. These women who want to go out there and start families, and sometimes because they're a wrestler, or the case may be, they can miscarry and something can happen. That's a crime, and that's why so many other wrestlers was f- fucking blowing Kane's Twitter up because of his dumb ass and the shit he was saying. Complete hypocrite. Wait, he said something stupid. Kane Ben said something stupid because he he's been a whole hypocrite this whole time. He's been a whole time to the point where different wrestlers. Yeah, have you not seen Kane's Twitter? Oh, excuse me, oh, Mayor Glenn Jacobs. Mayor, oh, oh, Kane, Kane, yes. Kane. Kane yeah. like, I don't know who that is, but keep going. No, I thought he said Cade. No, like, no, no, Kane. Cade? Yeah, Kane, Kane, yeah. Kane. No, I haven't. And but you know what? I think I, I think I muted Kane because um, I forgot he was definitely a Republican senator. So but, I'm like, yeah, but you, you know, know what? Let me go ahead and uh. That wasn't even the thing because he was all at the beginning was all like, I'm a libert, you know, a libertarian conservative. Well, you know how they be saying that shit, and I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. fine, you, you could because you could be conservative and then you know to have you know type liberal views and stuff like that. But then I'm like, okay. But then, yeah, over this weekend when he said that he said that shit about Rogue, different wrestlers was was, was, was straight cu- coming like blowing his shit up. I'm just like, the, the, the shit you're talking about is asinine right now. Yeah, the the, 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 the shit you're talking about is asinine. And what I, what I what I'm really scared of is that we as a people, we as a minority, we as people who just want to, just to live in a world with with peace, is like 
all of y'all peace is about to be disrupted as if we are in Jim Crow. This is Jim Crow 2.0. Mm-hmm. That that whole Uncle Tom, you know, uh, Clarence Thomas, I already said, because, you know, it's funny, he didn't bring up the 14th Amendment, which is allowing him to be married to his wife, okay? Because, uh, you know, for interracial relations. But guess what? Do you think they give a damn what that nigga want? At the end of the day, he is their puppet to do what they, they, they want now. But hey, what if they want to overturn interracial marriage? So all y'all black men out there want to chase them white women? Guess what? That's against the law. Now what you going to do about it? And everybody want to talk about something. I'm going to complain about guess what? Biden, Biden can't do shit, okay? He can't do shit. He can't do shit, all right? But he pissing me off, though, right? Riding his bike and whatnot, like dog. If you don't take your ass back to the White House, where you riding a bike for? I can understand why. I can. I can say right now we are at we are at an implosion to the point where people. The man can even fall in peace. He can't fall in peace. But it's like we people are just so angry and so pissed off or so is so fed up and it's like we're getting we're, we're getting bad news after bad news after bad news each day and what happens naturally when people hear bad news they got to blame somebody and the other side knows that they know that they, that we are going to blame somebody you know and, and the person we're going to blame is Biden. And I'm saying to the point where that's what they want y'all to do. Because the minute y'all keep blaming him, they're like, okay, because in, 20, uh, in 2024, we can overturn this that much easier. Because we've been complacent. And I, I, want, I, I just wanted to bring it up to the point because it, it, it made me angry. It made me upset. I feel for the women out there. You know, and this is coming from somebody who considers himself a Christian, somebody who strongly believes in the Lord, somebody who knows the Lord has been in my life for a very long time and has blessed me wonderfully. I'm saying that my name is not the Alpha, the Omega, Jesus of Nazareth, God, Jehovah, Buddha, whatever you want to call him. That's not my name. And I'm not going to play his part. Woman, that is a woman. That's we all have a right for privacy for our, our, for our, you know our privacy in our medical history, and we have we have a right to choose what happens to our body. And that right was just, just taken away, and I feel bad for the women. Now, now they got to travel across state. It's like it's a fucking underground railroad. And are the doctors who made an oath to protect and save as many lives as they can, they can't do it now. Because they get thrown in jail. And yet they and then when you want to say I'm pro-choice, they wanna call you or you one of the fucking liberals. Isn't liberty rooted in liberal? Isn't that what the whole country's built off of? Liberty and justice for all, right? Right. So how did that become a bad word? That's the problem. So I want—I just want to—that was making me angry. I just wanted to—I I wanted to get that out. I, like I said, I, I want to find certain ways that I can help. Whether I remember when me and Swag did the whole uh, when George Floyd just got killed, 
It was just, it, that whole Black Lives Matter stream and raised uh, a good amount of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because oh, money that I never seen uh, from a stream. I'm gonna try to find some other way to donate or to help out because I'm just like as of right now, we are in a big ass fight going into November. And don't matter what you think it is, no matter if anybody talk about some, I I, I want to just tune tune it out or it's gonna work itself out. The only way it works itself out is you go out there and doing something. And if people talk about stuff. Well, I'm gonna pray. You know, I'm gonna keep praying on it. God helps those who help themselves. If God gave you the energy, if God gave you the legs, if God gave you the breath to wake up that morning, that means He gave you a reason to go out and get involved. That's all I'm saying. You said it. So do that. All right. Switching gears, going over to uh, history that was been made in wrestling. We have AW and New Japan Forbidden Door. Now this pay per view has been plagued with injuries and setbacks to the point I was just like, I don't even know how they're still doing this. CM Punk was out. Brian Danielson was out. Tomohiro Ishii was out. Did I say it right, Prime? Yep. I did. They got okay. And then um somebody else uh just got injured. Uh also I forgot, I forgot which match it was for. And I was just like, damn, somebody else just got injured and and and, and they had to Oh, oh because Takahashi. Yeah, because it, 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 it was an eight man tag and they had yeah. to take to a six man tag. Yeah, he couldn't even travel to the States. He had a fever. He had a fever. I was just like, what the fuck is going on? And somehow Somehow, they found a way to still put on one of the best wrestling shows this year. Is that a stretch prime or, or am I in the ballpark? I think you in the ballpark. Uh, I yeah. know you said prime, but like from what I've been seeing, from all the fans alike, this mm-hmm. was definitely like going down as show of the year. Now, I would say, though, oh, my bad. No, go go ahead, I'm done. I was going to say, I would say, as for AEW, it's probably one of their best shows in, like, I I would say since 2021, maybe, since maybe All Out 2021. It's probably their best show since then. Yeah, I I thought, you know, Double Nothing was a good show. I thought, actually, WrestleMania was a decent show also. But right now, I was just like, because I I was just like, I I don't know how, because once again, I'm a huge wrestling fan, as everybody knows, but... Prime watches more New Japan. I don't know where to watch New Japan because because oh, usually, unless you have New Japan World, I don't know where to watch New Japan. So, anytime I hear about New Japan, it's from YouTube or like they do, they do, they do the G One Climax or they have uh, what's that thing called the United Kingdom in January? What's that oh, Wrestle show? Kingdom. The Wrestle Kingdom in January, and I go and, and watch those highlights and watch those shows. So that's the only kind of knowledge I get of New Japan. So I, I know some of the stars, but I don't know enough to be like, oh, like when, when that person comes out, kind of like, you know, at the end of the World Osprey match, I'm like, I don't know who that guy is. Whew. Okay, well, I'm going to just say like a lot of a lot of New Japan, like a lot of AW fans know about New Japan fans, but it's still like, it still gives the people watching on TV, you know, uh, more of an insight into their, how they wrestle and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So you didn't know them before the show. You know them after the show. No, you, 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 you damn skip on that one. So 
they what they did was they they extended it because when we did when we did our, our predictions, we only had like one, maybe two, buy-in matches on the pre-show. Well, they had four. Some that still shouldn't have been on there, but I think for what for what what, what it did was you know say so it, it it made a strong pre-show, I would think. So real quick, the pre-show start up. I'm gonna say all these things wrong. I'm laying on this right now. I'm not Kevin Kelly. I am not, you know, one of the best commentators, especially for in the New Japan category that is out there. Because I, I was, I was glad they brought Kevin Kelly. Because I was just like, when when your boy Jr. got got his got his whole intro, I was like, oh, he is upset. He no, he. I'm I'm just glad that he got up. But only people that he knew how to say. Because I can't I can't hear Jr. try to struggle to pronounce uh, Ultimo or like. Shingo Takagi, I, I don't, I don't need all that. Okada, Okada, Okada. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, the first buy-in match we had uh, Bishima and Hiroku Guda, Guto, huh? Wait, uh, Guda? I, I, that one I don't know. Hey, they have so many Hiroku and G something T A or something, so I don't know. Fair, and Yoshi Hashi. Versus the factory, that Yoshihashi. Yeah, yeah. versus versus Aaron Solo and QT Marshall. <sighs> Look, I'm mad. They like we had to put QT Marshall on the show. I mean, he's there to lose, and then I think QT he, he tried to do one of his dives over the ropes, and then Excalibur was just like he uh, he rarely does this move, and Kevin Kelly was like, I can see why. God, I don't like QT Marshall, and of course they uh. They pick up uh, the 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 New Japan pick up the victory. Wait, wait, or do it? Yes, because they pin Aaron Solo. Then we have the the Murder Hawk Lance Archer taking on Nick Camarado. Now it's two AEW guys, but however, Lance Archer has been in New Japan. Yeah, Lance Archer's the New Japan guy in this match, technically. Yeah. It, it is, because he's been there for years. And it's just like, so I figured that they would definitely want to put him in, uh, represented on this show. So you know Lance Archer was going to uh, win this matchup. Then they had Swerve in Our Glory, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland taking on Suzuki Gun, uh, which is El Desperado and Yoshi Yabu. Te- technically it's Suzuki Goon. Oh my bad. Okay. But gun, they still say JR probably gonna say gun anyways. <laughs> I, I got I got what JR that was. Suzuki Suzuki Goon, okay. Uh I I didn't get you like I said, I didn't get you to see any of the pre show matches, but I heard this one was a uh, good did somebody I, I did hear from somebody that there was a move where I don't know which one the guys was hanging off the bottom rope like his feet was just hanging on the bottom as he tried to and swerve kind of like double type of game a double double foot stop to the floor if that was the case i did not see this match because i uh i didn't i, I just didn't see it you know well I, 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 I had i had to get my nap on before i had to watch this show and it's just one of the matches that just happened to <laughs> he said yeah. i had to get my nap on yeah, I watched the first match and then I slept on this match in the last. You stayed match, away uh, from QT Marshall and slept on Swerve. No, like I was, I was turning into the pay per view, so I was kind of up when I had just turned to it, and then I nodded off for the next two matches. Then I seen the last match, and then I seen the shows. 
Oh, yeah, well, uh, Swerve and Lee pick up the win here, so they're still going to be a team for now. I know there's going to be some deception or not. Then we have uh, the Gun Club. Uh, First of all, these guys are very much over. Very over. Gun Club and the Acclaim? Not as the Acclaim, yes. Very much over. Yes. Uh, it makes but, sense. But, uh, <laughs> I, look, I, this match was just... I know you didn't see the match, but I'm going to just tell you what happened. It was a four-on-two match and a two-one. <laughs> so serious. So, I guess, yeah, oh, wait, no, is it, Max Caster won this match. It's four-on-two. Oh, that's right, Max, because it was, they sorry, said Austin and Colton got the, the Dan Housing curse on, they ran to the back and left with them with just Billy and Max Caster. I was like, what the fuck happened there? And then Max Caster gave the hot tag to Billy, and Billy came in and cleaned house, and did the famous thing doing drop kicks, doing the dive over, the jump over. There. I was like, okay, so was it nineteen ninety nine? This man moving good to be in his sixties, but hey, um, he did a famous thing, and Max Caster did the mic drop, and they, they won. But uh, yeah, and also Billy Gunn again is big; he's huge. He is like he made all these guys look very, very small. Yeah, like Billy Gunn had had like that Shelton Benjamin transformation. Remember Shelton Benjamin was there first, and then he never came back. It's like whoa, Shelton. Yeah, he got swollen. Well, Billy, Billy, Shelton didn't get taller though. Billy, <laughs> is, well, Billy is tall. Well, so. Billy all, all uh, is already like six three. You know what I'm saying? But without the muscles, he just looks like a little just a tall guy. But that muscle make him intimidating tall. So, shout. Shout out to Billy Gunn because that damn shit went, went road dogs like. So, uh, now we start to we go to the main show. We got a trios tag team matchup. We have uh, Eddie Kingston uh, with uh, Shota uh, Umo and Willie. Sure, U- close enough. Okay, close enough. And, and Willie Uta taking on the Wizard, Chris Jericho, mm-hmm. Sammy Guevara. And Minoru Suzuki, Murder Grandpa himself, he comes out to the music yep. and everything. Yep. So uh, it's a it, it's a good uh, trio match. You know, to, to start off with the crowd is like truly like like uh, into it. Will the Yuta's going around and giving uh, Chris Jericho the uh, you know the, like the roll the rolling Germans and everything. And people are, like really into it. And then my uh, my favorite part I, I would say is probably when. They tagged Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston was Jericho, but Jericho tags in Murder Grandpa. He was just like, "Okay, because you already know when you when, when New Suzuki's getting in there, you're going to have to do the chops." And it's funny because you know Eddie Kingston does like 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 these like multiple hand chops and stuff like that, but then when New Suzuki was like eat, eating all of them, and he was just slapping the shit out of Eddie Kingston's chest, just turning red and everything, and, and the crowd was like eating this whole thing up. And then you can like it, it, it was just sitting there just something that's like ah oh, this shit hurt but you know what I'm gonna go they, then Renault Suzuki takes the forearm takes Eddie kicks it down. Uh, go ahead, Pry. You wanna say something? No, I was gonna say I was just agreeing. Yes. Uh, like I said, so Sammy Guevara looks good to match up. Uh, so who was the guy that was uh, you know, from New Japan Pro Wrestling that was on Eddie Kingston's team? The one, the one with like the pink and white. He's a newer. Well, he's not newer, but he's like. Just coming into his own, basically. Okay. So this was basically like his showcase match. Well, I, I was just about to say because I think he he looks pretty good. 
Yeah, this is like his breakout showcase match. Oh, okay. So, so, uh, so I think he's going to be... Long or, or what? Well, he's he was like a young lion, so it's kind of... Young lions are basically just... You kind of just train and pull up the ring and basically like developments are basically is what a young Yeah, lion. NXT. Oh, the gotcha. Type of... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Okay. Well, stuff breaks down. You know, we, we, we have, like, Eddie kicks to put, put a sleeper hold on, and Murder Grandpa comes in there and hits him down, and then Sammy Guevara does, like, a diving cutter to, uh, to the New Japan guy, and then Willie Yuta comes in and then clears the house. So it's a, it's a nice, you know, uh, thing that set everybody down. That this, it's, it's like, this was a good match and a good opener. I still personally would have probably had Jericho in a one-on-one match, though, but that's just me. I, I can agree with that. I, I like I said, it still, it still was a good matchup because even having this guy going up against Jericho, uh, would, would have been cool. But you know, as things break down and then, uh, it's like Sammy Guevara and Minoru Suzuki in the ring. The guy fights them off, but then Jericho g- g- gives him the um the Judas effect and wins the matchup. So, you know, there you have it. So, which really just sets up for everything for blood and guts coming on Wednesday. So. Oh man, I hope you're gonna be there to see that show. You probably gonna be. <clears throat> we did not need that much set up for Blood and Anyways, <laughs> um, we'll get to it later. Anyways, but real quick though, because I, I don't know if that's in your notes or not. There was a segment of Jericho, and it was like uh, the uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society. Yeah. Walking up to the guy, the New Japan guy. Uh huh. And they were just like, "Oh, we think you should be in the Jericho Society." He was like, "Oh yeah." It was like, oh yeah, and then he turned around to Jericho. You know what he did? He, oh, that's he, he, right. He, he blew with a fireball because he's a wizard. Because he's a wizard, yeah. He threw a he threw a fireball <laughs> in his face, yeah. <laughs> so they, it's like he might be back on dynamite another at another time, maybe eventually, or Jericho would go to New Japan and fight with him. I could see one or the other happening. It, that, as, as a possibility. Uh, Ring of Honor, winner take all. Uh, Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions FTR takes on IWGP Tag Team Champions United Empire, which is the Great Ocon and Jeff Cobb taking on Rapungi Vice, which is Rocky Romero and Trevor. And they also brought back my boy Caprice Coleman on commentary for this matchup. Am, am I the only fan of Caprice Coleman? Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> Would you say what? I mean, I say it makes sense. He was a Ring of Honor commentator, so yeah. It makes yeah. Sense. I just I just know if you was like a, a fan of Caprice Coleman, you, you try to say Caprice Coleman, you'd be like dead quiet on him. I was like, I'm guessing. I'm not, not a bigger fan as, as you are, obviously, but you know, he's cool. Look, it's like I'm sorry if I like the record. No rebellion that, that, that group he had with Kenny King and that other dude. I think I think he's a good wrestler. That he had that preacher gimmick yeah, for a minute. He, they turned him into a commentator, so it's kind of like he could be still wrestling. He could, I mean, but he's but Caprice Coleman's also like forty something. So was Shelton Benjamin. He's on road every week. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, he's wrestling in the WWE style, not the Ring of Honor style. Uh, but anyway, so. This matchup is, is going to be the, the fast pace of a triple threat match, as you, as you uh, can see. There was one point in where, is it Dax Hardwood or Dax Hardwood? It seemed like, it seemed like he got injured. He walked to the back. Or was yeah, it Dax? Dax. You said you, you said that's Dax, right? 
Yeah. Okay, yeah. So it leaves Cash Wheeler out there by himself. And so they cut the ring in half. Jeff Cobb and uh, Greta Cobb cut the ring in half. And then they are just working <clears throat> working out on Cash Wheeler. So uh, then, then you know, Trevor Beretta gets in there. And like I said, this Rapungi Vice team, I like so much better than Best Friends. So much. And I was kind of hoping. You yeah, know, they were a great team together, but they could just never win the championship. Like, like I said, they were going to wrestle. They were like the Buffalo Bills, Buffalo Bills in the 80s and 90s, right? The, the, the Four Falls of Buffalo? <laughs> Sorry. You said. But yeah. <laughs> Us, I, I, I baby Southern. So they were having a scenes attack. My bad. Oh, okay. So then, uh, Dex does make his way back, back out to the ring. He's, his shoulders all taped up. And then, to a uh, very great applause. I don't know if that was planned or not. He could have just got hurt and then he was able to come back. But that applause, it's like, oh, that's a great moment. It is. It, 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 and that's what I, it's like, like this was this show was the wrestling fan show. This wasn't meant for the casual. This was meant for like the wrestling fans. Because everybody, like, when I say the crowd was hot from beginning to end, it's very hard to get a show like that from beginning to end. You know, so, but, uh, uh, the match going go like I said, it, a, a lot, a lot of near falls, a lot of false finishes. We get to the end where it's, it's Rocky Ramirez who's up there with, with, with Dex Harwood tries to go for the insecurity, but then he misses it, bounces off the ropes, and then gets the uh, oh God, what the, what they call it now? The big rig. Yeah, the, the, the big rig for the win. FTR got all the damn belts. Seven star FTR. They got really? all the damn belts. They got the Ring of Honor belts. They got the IWGP belts. They got uh, what's the other ones prior? The Mexico belts. The AAA ones. I see them Okay, yeah. And the only one they don't have right now at the moment is the AEW ones, because that's that's the Young Bucks. So I'm pretty sure they can get those two, and then they can just be you know you know the the, the belt collector. So, uh, let's go on to the, 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 the make sure of the next matchup we have here is uh the huh the All Atlantic Championship match Fatal Four Way, the bastard, oh. the bastard pack taking on the Redeemer Mero, Malachi Black and Clark Connors. This was supposed to be Tomohiro Ishii spot. Which I would have loved to see him and Mira go back and forth at it, but uh, it's Clark Connors in the twenty first century. That's how I see, see like his name's supposed to be. <laughs> but I was like, uh, I I don't know much about this Clark Connors. I, I know is that this is the guy that lost two. Oh, he still uh, he still new. He's he's just like when we talk about young boys, he's just now getting out of his young boy stage. Like this month or last month or a few months ago. Yeah. Well. Uh, that's what it looks like because right now they that's how they treat him. They was like it was more so like yo, let the adults play while we sit there and had a matchup because m- most of the time as the match started like Pac just goes and right into Monica Black, but Kirk Khan's like kind of walking around, but it's like, it's, it's, like, it's like a triple threat matchup and each of them t- like they, these take turns beating him up and throwing him out while they are going and having their own kind of like matchup. But don't but don't get me wrong, Kirk Khan does have some. Some good spots up in in the matchup because it, it, it was good, but mostly it, it felt like a more so of like a triple third match, which was still which was still good. I just would have loved to see what it was. What it, this is the match I would have loved to see would have been like if they did have Ishi 
in the matchup also because Mero was taking none of Kirk Connors types of uh, offense. They kept throwing him outside the ring and things like that. So, uh, what was I'm trying to think? What the move was? Uh, Kirk Connors he comes in and he unleashes uh, some offense, gives like Malachi Black a German suplex before Mero t- takes him out again. Mero is like dominating this matchup, which he he was my pick to 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 win the damn thing. Uh, during the match. Malachi Black sets up, sets up a table on the uh, outside and like leans it against the the, the garden rail and the garden rail. Uh, you said the fan rail and the floor. Pat tries to go to the outside with a dive. And Miro catches him. Malachi Black hits uh, Miro with a kick, which gives him stun. And then Kirk Connors goes. Miro to was catching everybody. Say what? Miro was catching everybody. He by was. The way. When Kirk Collins goes and hits Spears mirror through the table, so that that really got the crowd uh, high for like like Collins. It was like, oh my god, wait a minute, who is this guy? He's really coming in, you know, light fire. So Miro, who's been the dominant one, has been, been taking out the matchup, but now Kirk Connors is going in and just starting to you know get, get, give the best of Malachi. He giving the best of Pack and everything. He gives like Pack like like a kind of I forgot what I don't know what kind of move it is. Kind of, it's not not, not 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 like a blue thunder bomb, but something like that. But uh. Gives it almost close to a close two count, and uh, he he's really getting the fan behind him. But then all of a sudden, Miro comes in and starts, tries to hit the game over. And as it were, Malachi Black has uh, car cross in the arm bar, and then Pack hits him with a four fifty to break it up. Then Pack puts uh, Kirk Connors in the uh, was it the rings of Saturn, right? Or what's he call it? Uh, I think he still calls it the rings of Saturn. I think. Yeah. Was not expecting Pack to win the match. I swore yeah, that was going to go to Miro. I mean, I thought Miro was going to win, but then um, he got missed. So I don't know how that's going to go. Fair. <laughs> so maybe they uh, might do something with the Redeemer, with the, the Dark Redeemer or something. Well, well, since he got missed, but then again, Pack got missed. That's right. He did he, get missed. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. But he got missed, so who knows? Who, who, yeah, who really does know? I don't know, but I mean, but uh, right now that was a that that, that was a good fatal four way. Like I said, the, the Kirk, Kirk Connors thing actually surprised me. But now it's time for another trios match because you know AEW loves it loves their trios matches, and this one is uh, the Bullet Club, the Young Bucks and El Fantasma or Tasma. Yep. Yep. Uh, with Hikaleu, because he's has to be out the match because the guy had a fever. Takes on dudes with attitude: Darby Allen, Sting, and Shingo Takagi. Yeah. So, is that seriously the name? Yep. That is seriously the name. <laughs> with attitude, that's seriously their name. It was like Sting's team in uh, Japan in the nineties, but we didn't oh, need to re- we didn't need to bring that back. We did not need to bring that name back. Okay. They, yeah, they. T- I don't know why they brought that, especially because Sting is nowhere near that kind of icon Sting anymore. Anyway, no, it wasn't. I think it was the other Sting, Surfer Sting, Surfer. Yes, yeah. yeah. I said, Surfer Sting was the one that kind of had it. There. I said it wasn't the icon, the, like the, the Crow Sting. And like I said, thank God it was. Uh, so they, uh, you know. It, oh it, wait, it, you know what? Never mind. Oh shit! It was the cross thing. No, no, no. I'm saying two dudes added. Dudes added to with somebody else. 
Oh, okay. You want to take a guess? Oh, who, who was it? Uh, Shawn Michaels and Beasley. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm, I'm, <laughs> they were doing that I'm yeah. actually not that surprised about that one. Mm-hmm. So, here we go. Uh, we, uh, did, did they come out, and then all of a sudden, uh, when, when, when Sting is being introduced, Sting is not coming out. They're like, what, 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 what the fuck happened to Sting? Like, he's not coming out at all. And then all of a sudden, so then they go right on to the Young Bucks. I was like, really? Sting not coming out? So the Young Bucks come out, you know, with... um, you, uh, Yeah, El Fantasmo, stuff like that. Or the Nipple Twister, as you know, he would do a lot of smash. <laughs> but then mm-hmm. the lights go out. And it's like, what the hell's going on? Then they show, like, different things, like like things in the balcony. They usually have this silhouette. And it's like, oh, my God, it's Sting's silhouette. And he's behind him on the balcony. And di- Sting got to do a dive in AEW for some reason. Mm-hmm. Dives off like the Titan Tron, whatever they and, and, and takes all of them out. And I'm just like, why? Look, I, am I glad Sting's not hurt? Absolutely. But he don't, he don't need to be taking these dives like that. Leave that shit for Darby Allen. But Sting like, oh, well, I want to get the New Japan guys. It's, 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 it's a bit door. Sure. I think he not? only dies if he have more than four people up there. Say what? I think he only dies if it's more than four people up there to catch him. Man, but you know, say it's it's, it's all about if they're going to catch me or not. Like 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 Sting was feeling good today. Like Sting was sitting there in, in a fucking t-shirt doing. He did this man at one point did a senton splash. Mm-hmm. I ain't never seen Sting do a senton splash. Well. And I was just like, what the, I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Now, of course, this is a Young Bucks match. You know, there's a lot of fast pacing doing Young Bucks style A lot of super kicks. Yeah, oh, oh yeah, I get, get to that part also. I, I, I was, I'm not familiar with the El Fantasmo uh, guy other day. I was like, he is really into this whole nipple twister type thing. And I was like, okay. Because he tried to do it to Sting. And Sting, like, no sold that shit. But uh, he was actually he was actually pretty good. But there was one point where they were about to do the, the, uh, the super kick party. And they uh, took out uh, you know, the the other guy. I forgot like uh, forgot his name was the uh, the one that, he got he got up on the apron. I forgot who he was. Hickleo. Hickleo, yeah. And then uh, oh, oh and then was Hickleo the is when, 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 when they tried son. to huh? Hickleo is Haku's son. Haku, so. that's what he looks like. That's who he looks like. I was sitting trying to, I was sitting trying to think in my head, like, who does this guy look like? I got it now. Uh, Sting no sells the double super kick from the Young Bucks, which was like, I like that. Huh? I liked it. I did like it. I was just like, about time somebody said, screw your super kicks, Young Bucks. And then Sting just kind of like sat back, how it came up into. I was like, that was something that we have not seen before. And him doing that, I was like, that's cool. Even though Sting deep down had to hold his breath like that shit probably hurt. But, <laughs> yeah, but uh, what happened next was not was was not good. You <laughs> <laughs> talking about when he tagged the Darby? No, before that, it's like he he no sold the super kick. Yeah, he gave both the bucks like a double uh a double whatever whatever happened. It was, they did a triple team move, and then the other guy was celebrating on the ropes. He was like, "Yeah," so he wasn't looking, and the Sting hit a double scorpion death drop on both the bucks. Yeah, and. Obviously, the guy's supposed to turn around in the ring, and Sting is supposed to be behind him. But Sting, for some reason, gets out the ring, 
after the Young Bucks. So the guy turns around, he's like, oh, Sting's not here? So then he turns around again to celebrate with the crowd more until Sting gets back in the ring. And the Young Bucks was like, get back in the ring. What are you doing? Yeah, so that was kind of a judgmental time. Whatever, whatever spot it was, he forgot it. Kind of messed it up, but, you know. Yeah, they, they kind of messed up. They messed up, and then they, they go. They also go outside doing the pilot spot, which I don't like. But then, all of a sudden, Sting. It seems like the Young Bucks and, and, and Elvin Tasman are out there. He's he's about to go down through the ropes. I'm like, this. He's not about to do this. He goes and <laughs> down through the ropes. He comes and gets triple super kick. That fight okay. takes him down. Then he gets the uh, was it the that's the that's the, the BTE by the Young Bucks when they like to do the double knee to the head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then, uh, once again, he, uh, <laughs> Sting kind of like fights out of that because Darby comes back in, and then he, that's when he does the, 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 the double uh, Scorpion death drop, and then he, the, the guy looks, and then, you know, Sting is out the ring, and then it's like, and he does it again. Yeah, so that's when Sting gives him the, the uh, nipple twister. So, yeah, so that, that, that came after he tagged in Darby. Yeah. Yeah. Darby does a a, a coffin drop to Hikaleo on the on the outside. Uh, Which the, I did. I I was like, um, mm, mm, really gonna believe ninety pound Darby Allen did a, a coffin drop on seven foot tall Hikaleo and he fell. Okay. Sure. I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe, maybe with the velocity. <laughs> the velocity. <laughs> maybe with the velocity. Uh, I for, like I said, I forgot who the New Japan guy was on Sting and Darby's team, but he does pin El to El, El Fantasma. Yeah, and they, they wouldn't match. He was champion single. To, he was world champion this year, and they had like he's just a mid card guy. I was like, come on, man. They, they, I guess they, they, they had to put him on there because you know, because he was a world champion this uh, this year. So, is he like a? Kofi Kings the world champion, or is he like a, you know? No, he's like a. I would say more like Sheamus, maybe. Oh, okay. It's but people actually like him. I'll put it that way. Okay, you're right. People do like Sheamus. Some people. It depends on what day you're talking about Sheamus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up is for the AEW Women's Championship. Thunder Rosa taking on Tony Storm. Both women got nice gear on. Thunder, uh, Thunder Rosa got the like the whole tribal. I thought you was gonna say something else. Sorry, never mind. What, what y'all was gonna say? Cake back there? I don't know what you was gonna say. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not in your brain. I don't know what you. Uh, was no, gonna say. So I wasn't gonna do that disrespectful. But they both look good. Hey, if you thought I was gonna say like the tribal chief stuff, I was not gonna say that. But uh, both women. It's all about like Matt wrestling here. It's all about you know because uh, they, they shake hands in the beginning and, 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 and they're, they're trying to fill each other out and stuff like that. And uh, that's when you know it, it really gets you know really gets good. Tony Storm uh, and Thunder Rose can have good matches in their sleep. Uh, Thunder Rose tries to go for like a Devi driver to Tony Storm on the apron, but then Tony Storm gives her like a a, a German suplex and then gives her a tornado DDT. While she's on the apron, off to the floor. So that everybody turns uh, the matchup around. The, the, the Tony Storm goes and gives like Thunder Rose a kick in the corner, and I was like, "Oh shit!" You know, the Tony Storm actually actually win this one here. But then Thunder Rose starts uh, making her comeback, and then she uh, starts going for the kicks. And Tony Storm, Tony Storm blocks the kicks, ducks underneath all that stuff. 
and it's tragical for uh, the Storm Zero, but there's uh, she has a problem with the shoulder. Thunder Rose has been working on the shoulder. I don't know if this pile driver she calls the Storm Zero, but that's what you know they they, they keep saying it is. I don't know if that's what it is in AEW, but then uh, it uh, Thunder Rosa goes for what what looks like what Goldish used to do the the uh, curtain call, like like the, the, the twisting suplex thing, and beats Tony Storm with that. That's probably what it was. Yeah. So I uh, I thought it was a good matchup. How about you? Like for all the women's matches on here. I'm listening to what you said. I said, how how was it to you? This is like the only women's match that was on here. Not going to lie to you. Was it really? Yeah. Yeah, the New Japan don't really have, they don't, they t- technically their women is another company. So, you know, uh, I, don't know. I don't know what's the deal with that. But, um, so technically since, since Tony Storm was like, she used to wrestle for their Japan company, they just put her in the match. I'm not gonna lie to you. This is one of the matches I had to take another nap on because oh. the next one. No, this one. Oh, the women's one. Oh, why? Why am I saying this? Because they don't never treat them. They don't never treat them good. And then New Japan don't even have a women's roster, and all of a sudden they gonna treat them good on this show. Yeah, okay. So my bad. I have to go back and watch it. Sorry. I I thought I thought it was a decent match. I thought it was a decent match. But you but this is the one that I was like okay. I'm interested to see. Let's let's wake this joint up. Let me tell you something right now before we get on to this. The, there was not a lot of note taking in this matchup because I was just in awe. Mm-hmm. And that is for was it the IWGP United States Championship or the uh, mm-hmm. uh, Will Ospreay taking on Orange Cassidy? There's no chance in hell, okay, that I thought that Orange Cassidy was going to beat Will Ospreay. But yeah, that no. ain't the point. Could he put up a good matchup? Because this was supposed to be Andrade, and I already know Andrade and Will Ospreay would have had like, a, oh my god, let's let's. And Andrade could have possibly won. What you, you know. say? I said, and Andrade could have possibly won if it if, wasn't for yeah. yeah. If yeah. it was for that stuff, but Orange Cassidy on the other hand was doing his stuff in the beginning because you know uh, with the hands in the pocket, doing the kicks, doing the the, the, the kip ups and all that stuff like that. Well, Ospreay yeah. was like, all right, you know, you had your fun. But let me go in here and beat the shit out of you. And Will Ospreay starts doing all his Will Ospreay gory, like, you know, like, like that. I love when he does that, like, that, that twisting tornado backbreaker type thing. And that man is like hyper athletic. That man is, and I, and I also get mad that I, I, I should, I should go back and watch more Will Ospreay matches because that, 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 that man is really good at what he do. There was one point, like they had these cameras in the corner. And it was getting like all the like you know the corner action, and there was one time like when Orange Cassidy kind of like you know hit him off the turnbuckle. You got like, hear like how intense it was because it's going to come back to the point where they actually hit the camera on 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 another part of the turnbuckle. But for the most part, Will Osprey is beating the shit out of Orange Cassidy until Orange Cassidy uh, has has a comeback, puts the hands back in the pocket, and it starts getting like really really aggressive. Will Osprey comes and. A lot of twisted turns that he hits like the like the like the slum dog stunner type thing that he does. Will Ospreay's groups on the outside. Orange Cassidy springboards and takes them out, and then goes and does like a uh, springboard di- uh, diving DDT, which is a near fall. People people were starting to buy into it. That's the one thing that Orange Cassidy was doing because 
when you go into the matchup, you know that he wasn't going to win, but he was doing moves in there that you really could buy into the fact, like, oh, shit, he could probably really beat Will Ospreay. And then when, uh, he runs into Will Ospreay, does, does a flipping, uh, what, what, what they call it, sliced bread or what, you know what the case may be. Uh, yeah, the stun dog. No, I'm talking about it. Kind of like how your boy Cameron Grimes does it. Oh, yeah, not my boy Cameron. All right, whatever. <laughs> but you, you, know, you, know, you know what I was talking about, though, when I said that, though. Arch Cassidy is trying to uh, prevent Wilson from going to the corner. He throws his head right to this camera. It's a good shot. You just see his head just hit the camera. That's why I said he had the camera, cameras on the corner. So it, it, it was a it was a good sell by then. And then everybody was sitting there like, oh, shit, wait a minute. He can really, he can probably uh, really witness. And then he comes off the top, and then... Uh, Tries to go for the orange punch, but Will Ospreay gets uh, misses. Uh, he misses that, and then goes for the springboard cutter. And then he does his. Like I said I don't know all the names of Will Ospreay's moves, but it's like a running forearm that he tries to do when somebody's on the ground. But uh, Orange Cassidy gets out of that one. Tries to go for uh, like a roll up, gets out of that one. Then gets a lariat by Will Ospreay, and then uh, he kicks out of that one. And everybody's sitting like, "Oh shit!" Orange Cassidy be witness, but then. He hit some, what, what was it, like a, a Tiger Driver 90-something? Or was it a double underhook something else? Oh, it was a double under. Uh, actually, Tiger, I don't know which one of his is, but it's one of those. Because I'm like, cause it's like Tiger Driver 97 through 99, right? So I'm like, so everyone <laughs> looks fucking different. But Orange Cassie loses the matchup. It was a great matchup. I was like, Orange Cassie can go. But uh, after the matchup, they... They uh, try to jump him, but then Rapundi ripped the pocket so he couldn't put his hand in his pockets. Rapundi Vice tries to come out and uh, attack him, but then uh, they they beat up Rapundi Vice, and then all of a sudden, this other guy comes out. And oh, that's disrespectful! Come on, it, it is. Like I said, I'm sorry. You sound like Jr. You sound like Jr. Then can you take yeah, the so so instead of setting me up for failure, can't you take the take the reins on this then? You've already failed now, Steve. Right. <laughs> um, this guy is Shibata, man. Shibata I'm not, is. I'm, I'm not familiar with Shibata. Okay. He's legendary. He he's uh, not active. He hasn't been active for like four or five years. He, uh, you you probably heard of him. But he's, he used I've heard the name people. before. He used to headbutt people for real. Oh, is that the guy that uh, that injured that one guy? Or, or, he or he's been injured himself. That's, he injured oh. himself. He used to do headbutts for real, and uh, I think one match with Okada, he headbutted him. And it was like, oh yeah, you got to stop doing headbutts. You can't, you can't walk. Like your his spine or something. Like he had retired for years. That's crazy. He was on like the Daniel Bryan, like you, you can't even touch him. Like remember when the Edge, like they said you couldn't touch him and he would die. Yes, I do remember that. He was like on that level of you can't even touch this man, or he probably would die if he get touched the wrong way. So, um, gotta be careful been, with them headbutts, man. Yeah, yeah. I honestly, you headbutt somebody for real. I don't know why you would do that, but um, <laughs> yeah. So he he just came well. I would say maybe last Wrestle Kingdom, he came back and like actually did something. I think he he like beat up Kenta or something. He fought against like he didn't fight, but he like had a brawl. So that must have been earlier this year. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, that's kind of it was a big moment because it's like when Ed, remember when Edge hit that spear on Elias? Yeah. And then was oh he actually doing a move? It was like that when like he's actually getting physical. And that was with Kenta. Now here he he has a full brawl. So I think he's I don't think he can wrestle again, but I think he can still be like these type of brawls. Gotcha. Now since you brought that up, I do remember Shabbat. I do remember the whole controversy of the headbutt type thing. And mm-hmm. you know, him really injured himself and stuff like that. So that mm-hmm. brings about I'm saying like I said, I'm glad you were here for saying that because I would have got cancelled already for that. You know what I'm saying? I've definitely been, been, been on that Jim Ross boat. But, he hit a headbutt to I think it was Okada and you can hear like the you can hear the head smack that's not like a wrestling head smack. Yeah. It's a real head smack. Oh yeah, yeah, you can hear it. Yeah, no, thank you on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so next up is Zack Saber Jr. versus the Mystery Opponent, which is going to be the newest member of the Blackpool Combat Club. And who is it? Do you think it is? Up, uh, obviously. At first, I thought of this, but then Prime actually swayed me off of this because of. I, I didn't hear the part that he says going to be part of the Blackpool Combat Club, but it is Claudio. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I just call him Claudio. F-K-A Cesaro. So he's out here now. First, when me and Prime was doing the predictions, I was thinking Cesaro, but he was like, he's going to be part of the Blackpool Combat Club. And I was just like, he brought up Chris Hero. And I was like, you know what? I will be mad Chris Hero, but when he got the response that Cesaro got tonight, no. And I also think, like, what are some of the things that who can have a good going to have a good match with Zack Sabre Jr.? Because Zack Sabre Jr. is all about the holds, all about the pulling, all about the strategy. Zack Sabre Jr. is not the sit, you know, it's not the guy out there that's going to give you the highlight. Bro. He's not a spot monkey at all. And that's probably why Prime hates him so yeah, much. I hate him so much. Have you like a monkey. Say what? You have you bent up like a monkey? Yes. Yeah. Well, that's what this matchup was. It was more so of. Technical Zaxabra, wrestling. Huh? Technical wrestling. T- t- technical wrestling with Zack Sabre Jr. I would call it more hard-hitting versus submission technical wrestling, but, yeah, there's a lot of technical wrestling. <laughs> Cesaro was spamming that uppercut button. Yeah, oh, yeah okay, he, he was doing that. But then also, Cesaro was doing all of his strong spots. There was one point like, like, Zaxabra, like he pulled him in for a deadlift suplex, into the ring and then actually had Zack Sabre Jr. going down and then brought him back up for a suplex, obviously. Then Zack Sabre Jr. trying to like, twist the arm and do an arm bar, but then he actually just all walked up the stairs. Kind of like how Bianca Belair walked up the stairs with, with, with Sasha Banks in the mm-hmm. Gorilla Press Slam. He, he did, did just that. walk up the stairs. He walked all the way up the stairs. Yeah. With this man on his on his arm, just like a, like a kid. Exactly, and it power bottom into the ring. I was like, he he was doing all the strong spots in his match that that Cesaro would do, that and, and so that he probably wouldn't be able to do in uh, WWE because yeah, Zack Saber is like one eighty something, so it's definitely. Like oh, 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 said, Zack Saber is not that it's not that big of a guy. I said, but he is a yeah. If Cesaro can possibly have a four hundred pound big show, of course he can do Zack Saber with ease. Yeah, so. Like I said, he, he, like I said, he's a really strong guy. And you know he's going to put on a good matchup. But like I said, it was all about the holes and stuff in this one. But then to, to, uh, Claudio runs against him like a uh, an European uppercut. And he tosses him up and gets him an uppercut. Then gets him another one. Then gives him like a cross-arm powerbomb. Mm-hmm. 
and wins the matchup. So the crowd was really into it. I knew probably didn't care because he is not a Zack Saber Jr. fan. Not at all. <laughs> not. But that was a that was a good interview. So since it wasn't Chris Hero, it was Claudio. How how do you feel about Cesaro now? All elite. Now I like I like the, the option, but like I'm just I don't know how to him fit in the black Blackpool Combat Club. That's all. Okay, I'll see it. WWE Foster Home. What if? you are not? MJF is looking more correct each promo. I mean, each time, man. Call so, me. You, so, so, Q, you wouldn't pick up Cesaro, huh? You wouldn't pick up Cesaro if I was AEW. No, I got other people to pay, man. So, who would you pick up? I don't know. Somebody cheaper than Cesaro. So Look. you so you mean to tell me you see this man doing work and he's not even doing half the work he could do in AEW and you say I don't want to pick this man? Look. Bro, I got a whole other company to pay. Like you, I can't keep hiring WWE guys. How, however, however, nah, off, this is a well, I'm gonna just tell you, I'm gonna just tell you too. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just you do know nobody technically is in is in Ring of Honor. So he could if he wanted to he literally have all the deal that he, people be in. I was saying, Claudio was in Ring of Honor. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And if, if he's looking to have TV time for Ring of Honor and bring them back, I think Claudio and Samoa Joe would be good stuff. Because right now, he does, he, does, he has signed a lot of WWE talent. But, but the difference between AEW and, let's say, Impact is they have a... Like, he's still working out places to put them. Like, obviously, you know... He has two shows right now, and they have two shows that they have on YouTube. Impact only had one show, and that was Impact. TNA Impact every, depending on what area you're looking at, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So, and there was only a two-hour show. Who And that was more the WWE retirement home because everybody was going over there, but there's like you only had one show, and then you had pay-per-views to build up on. Everybody was doing the same kind of matches. The, to Tony Khan's credit, he has two shows that that, that on that's on TV. Then he actually has two shows on YouTube on Dark. We just don't watch Dark, so and then who having another Ring of Honor show eventually and, too. And he has he bought Ring of Honor, so there is possible that if he can find them TV, he, he he can put he can have a whole other company within a company when it comes to Ring of Honor. So and somebody like Claudio. Who, you know that that's a great pickup for anybody. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and it, you're saying cheaper. The thing is, they already like they have sold this place out. It's like a twenty thousand people arena here in Chicago, and then they already I got over the, sport, the biggest sports venue. That's not a stadium, I believe. Oh yeah, yeah. The venue, and then on top of that, also they also got like a. Uh, uh, over a million buys on the pay per view. Word. So he he, he they, they made some serious uh, his ash from this. So you know, what I'm saying uh, I understand it, it, it on the surface it can, it can look very annoying and tiring. You keep, always remember you guys keep coming over there, and it ain't, ain't their fault. I mean, they got to work. Vince let them go. That's his fault. <laughs> and Vince got more TV time is. than any wrestling company out there, and he can't find time to use them. I think the difference is though is that the people that AEW getting are like guys that everybody was like, oh, they could have been something, but then they were misused. I think that's kind of the difference. Minus some, like we didn't, 
<laughs> we didn't need Hager on them, but other ones I feel like they were misused. I'll like, tell you who they didn't get. <laughs> who they didn't get? Who they? Riker. <laughs> of course, they're not getting Riker or Stroll. Did, you, did, you, did you see that video? I seen a meme of him, and it was like, when you got to be at a capital meeting at six with a birthday party, you got to wrestle at five or something. <laughs> Damn. What, what was, the hell was he wearing? He, he, was, he was wrestling at a, some kid's birthday backyard wrestling. God. Hope oh, he, he controlling his narrative, ain't he? I just no, want to say, control his narrative. What kid said, I want Jackson Riker? Jackson to Riker, of all people. Yeah. Right. His dad. Yeah, you know, it's a good point. Like, you don't want no damn new day. I'll tell you who you want <laughs> Jackson Riker. You know, they're probably out there in Hickville, New Jersey. Yep. Shit. Uh, next up is Fatal Four Way for the IWGP World Championship. Switchblade, Jay White. Takes on Okada. What's the first name? You not don't do this to me. <laughs> don't do this to, okay, you know what? For you, let's do this. Don't right. humor him. Don't humor him. No, no, Keep no, going. No, 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 it's no. your show. It's, it's ours. The Rainmaker. <laughs> Cascade. Oh, no, no, my God. <laughs> I can't do the first thing. Kazitska. What's, what's the name, Pry? Kazitska. Kazitska. You say Kazitska or Kazuchka? No, 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 no. Give me the right one. First of all, his name is Kazuchika, all right? No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I'm looking right at it. It's Kazuchika. Kaz- Kazuchika Okada. I'm looking right at it. Oh, my gosh. Okay. We came Hispanic over that Kazuchika. <laughs> is that what Siri told him? I'm looking right at it. But, yeah, it's uh, Kazuchika. Oh. Kazusha Akata versus Adam Cole versus Hangman Adam Page. Mm-hmm. So, which by the way, I forgot to forgot to talk about. You know, Jr. getting his interest. You know, being added to the commentary table, which happened a couple of matches ago. Oh my God! Did he really? Yeah, I, I wasn't playing. Yeah, that really he wasn't happened. on the whole show. He wasn't on the whole show. He came out. He only came out to the people whose names he knew how to pronounce. And, and I was just like, hold on now, hold on now. We got Kevin Kelly here. So I was like, why do we need JR? But, you know, sure. So he can mess up all the other names that he know already. Yeah, so uh, this matchup. Right, former WWE champion Adam Page. What? Former AEW champion Adam Page. Okay. So this matchup is what you expect. But right now. For the majority of the Fatal Four Way matchup, it's more so like Adam Page and Okada are not touching, where Jay White and Adam Cole are not touching. So they they, they, they fight like they're fighting that way. So like you know you have Okada go up against Jay White, Adam Adam Page go up against Adam Cole, and then it will switch like Adam Cole and Okada, and then Adam Page and Jay White. It, 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 that's the dynamic it was doing when it came to like the first I would say 15, 20 minutes of the matchup. I don't know that match. They seem that long to me. Okay, well, a good majority of the matchup. Uh, there's a double suplex on the ramp, a, du- a double delay suplex by Adam. Yeah, I, thought he was about to, I thought that's about to mess that up for real. Yeah, I thought he was gonna mess that up too, but uh, it was like a d- delayed suplex on the ramp. I was like, ooh, that thing, like it's, it stung a little bit. 
So, uh, but then, so then, what, did, did they go and they, they doing the, the whole double team on Okada in the ring? Why, you know, Adam Adam Cole, Adam Page, sorry, a lot of abs trying to recover. Uh, Adam Page starts, he comes back in the ring and starts, you know, throwing haymakers at, at, at both of these guys. Uh, then uh, takes out Jay White and they try to go for a moonsault. And then we get the whole. Adam Cole ricochet spot where he does the moonsault on the top rope. He super kicks him right in the throat. And I was mm-hmm. like, that beautiful timing Adam Cole does with that move. So, Adam Page is out. <clears throat> Okai is taking on both of Adam Cole and Jay White. It's, a, it's almost like a little mini handicap matchup, but then he tosses them over the ring, uh, the ring bearer, and then he goes and does, a, does like a splash over the guardrail. I was like, oh, okay. I didn't know Okada was doing that. So, you know. Yeah, no, Okada can do all that. Yeah, oh, oh, I know he can. I see, I see, I see Kenny Omega matchups today, but yeah, I know he's going to yeah. bring it out in this matchup. But, uh, what, you laughing at me? Huh? I said, were you laughing at me? No, I sneezed. Oh, I thought you said, I was Uh, now Adam, Adam Page is back into the ring because, and then he's, uh, trying to get some offers, but then we get, uh, the, 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 the first turn as Adam Cole attacks Jay White and then uh, Jay White gives him like a like a Sayuranagi and then Adam Cole kicks out so now you know those uh, ranges you know th- those things have, have fallen down so as the match is going on and then of course uh, we get Adam Page who turns on the card and gives him a big boot and I did they start going at it uh, Adam Page tries to go go for the uh the Bucks are Larry on Jay White. First of all, everybody keeps holding him back, but then he finally does it. But then Jay White gets out the way and he gives him his other finishing move, but then he kicks out of that one. Then finally gets him the Buckshot Larry. This is where I think Adam Cole got injured. Or was it really an injury? Where keeps it because Okada was giving him them them Larry's. And you know Okada with them Larry's is just like get the fuck out the way because shit about to hurt. Your strong style. Yeah, he's strong style, and I think because there was there was just one Larry that he gave Adam Cole, and I was just like, damn, like like damn, and I, Adam Cole wasn't really moving much after that. So a, 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 after that happened, and I, he was looking down there, I was like, yo, is he is he good? He does does like another ripcord type of uh, Larry, but then Jay White comes and then hits Okada with a. Uh, Blade Runner? Yeah. And then goes and rolls over Adam Cole, and then this was the matchup. And yeah, everybody was just like, would, yeah. what the hell Same happened? Way. And everybody was just like, because it was kind of like anticlimactic. But we really think, like, because the match was damn, was dope. But yeah. it looked like he got injured. Like, did anybody get a report about it, if he got injured or not? Uh, they said he, his labrum was torn, and he probably got a concussion. I mean, with the Mokata Larrys, I believe he would have got a concussion. To be honest with you, but oh, I mean, the only thing, the only, my only complaint is that Okada faked and like Okada did the ripcord, but it never connected like four times in a row. If they wanted to end it that way, I would have just had him pin. I mean, I would have just had him hit it the last time, and then the Blade Runner. At least that would make sense. It's like he went for the he went for the ripcord and he missed the clothesline, and Adam Cole literally just fell down. To avoid a clothesline, he get pinned off of that. So that's how you tell it was something wrong. If they would have ended it a different way, you could, you probably wouldn't have even been able to tell 
that anything was wrong. But obviously, the way that they finished it, obviously, you could tell something was wrong. Yeah. So. So now it's time for the main event. The main event for the interim AEW championship is John Moxley taking on Hiroshi Hiroshi Tanahashi. Say it again. Hiroshi Tanahashi. Okay. Alright. There you go. You're getting it. So this is the match that Moxley has wanted. And this is the one on one match that, that that he has wanted for a long time. Moxley wasn't even supposed to be in this spot. But fate put brought him this far because CM Punk got injured doing something stupid, and then all of a sudden, well, <coughs> he's he has his matchup against uh, Tanahashi. So, because this was supposed to be CM Punk uh, in this spot, so I I thought CM Punk was gonna probably come out of commentary and be on crutches because he it's the whole AEW Championship type thing. So I thought he was gonna do that, but I he, he didn't. So we didn't get that, and uh, Moxie comes down. Comes out the back like with, with, with Regal next to him, kind of like Goldberg in a way with his hood up and everything like that. And uh, then we got Tanahashi coming out, and then we off to the races. These guys, you know, said strong hitting style stuff like that. I, I haven't seen. I heard a lot about Tanahashi, but I haven't watched a lot of his matches. Mm-hmm. I've seen, I've seen uh, uh, some of the main ones, obviously. But did like, you see him versus Kenny Omega? Say what? Did you see him versus Kenny Omega? I think I seen the him and Jericho one. No. Maybe you should want to... Because we... Him and Omega is one I would watch. Okay. No, because... We, I'm sorry. Was that Jericho? Because Jericho won against uh, Naito, right? Uh, he fought Tanahashi. He fought Naito. He fought Evil. And he fought Okada and uh, some other people, too. But, yeah. Oh, okay. So he did go against Tanahashi. Yeah. By the way... Uh... What is up with Naito? I don't know. You, you might want to mute that if you can. Uh, so we go to the outside and then Moxie cleans off the table. It's it's obviously a regular table cover with like you know uh, a, a, like a table. You cover. know they should have got the New Japan tables out. So they really wanted to get crazy. Oh my god, them little thin ass tables in New Japan. Be the tables that don't break. You know, oh, I was just like. Like, unless you're going through like with, with, with Kenny Omega style force, no, they, they don't bring uh, it all. Oh, Tanahashi can do it when he do, he does his move from the top to from the top rope all the way to the floor. That could that, that's enough velocity to to break one of those Japan tables. Well, no, we, we got that's, that's what they should have did. If Moxley would have, man, they should have said this is the no holes or whatever match, anything goes match, and Moxley put out the, the Japanese table. Imagine he, he pulls out the regular table and everybody's just like, okay. And he's like, nah, I don't want that. And then takes out the Japanese table. Oh, that'd get a big pop. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Because, you know, Kevin Kelly was also illustrating the different rules that we have because th- this <laughs> matchup, uh, when you're outside, tw- I mean, in, in New Japan, it's 20 <laughs> seconds, whereas in yeah. America, it's 10 seconds, obviously. But he gives, he gives uh, Tanahashi uh, a Yuranagi uh, through the table. And so he comes back in, and he waits for Tanahashi to come back in. Then they start going, giving him blows, and Tanahashi takes to the outside. I don't know if he got hard weight or if he if he cut himself. But my I'm gonna say he got hard weight because it will make no sense for him to just randomly just, you know, be cut. Yeah. Well, Moxie was his concussion blood. Tanahashi goes spill jumps to the outside, and I mean like Moxie got the whole crimson mask thing going on right now. Like I said, I don't know 
if Tanahashi caught him good or above, above the eye, or if if he bladed, whatever the case it be. But having some color did make the match look uh, make the match pretty good. Uh, Moxie puts. Uh, yeah, that's how I knew it was Anderson because it just didn't make no sense for that spot. He took a sling blade and he's gushing blood. That just don't make no sense. So it had to be an accident. Yeah. Unless they just missed their spot, he was like, "All right, just give me here and I'm gonna cut it." I don't know. So I don't know. I'm saying, well, he he he, he, he did show his blade. He he has him in the bully choke, and then he's like really trying to put him down with the sleeper. But then uh, Tanahashi uh fights out of that. But then uh, after he fights out of it, Mox goes. And gives him the paradigm shift, which actually looks good. Opposed to a double underhook suplex. Well, and, huh? That technically is not the. That's something different. What is it? The death rider. Oh, okay, help me explain these moves for Moxie, please. <laughs> the paradigm shift is just a regular double arm, the double arm move. Yeah. Death rider, when he have you all the way up in the air, and you're like vertical in the air. Okay, and that's man. The, it's the dirty deeds. Why are we acting like we okay. don't know? All right. Oh. <laughs> it's first, the first, dirty first of all, here comes the bark. <laughs> whoa! First of all, I'm gonna say he has not done dirty deeds in a long time because the dirty deeds look stupid when he used to do it. Now it don't look stupid. How about oh, that? Excuse me. When he used to kick the leg, I used to that just looks so stupid when he used to kick the leg out. Yeah. But now he don't. Now he just doing it. Just pick you up, so you going, and then chop off. <laughs> well, well, yeah, yeah, basically, like a he got various versions of the dirty deeds. He calls each of them something different. So. Yeah, well, he gives some respect after the matchup, and then, uh, then all of a sudden Jericho and the goons and Jericho's previous side comes down and starts beating them up, and then we get like a brawl between the both teams right before blood and guts because they kiss it comes out and it's intent or teeth and stuff like that. They, we all come out, and they all fighting. And this is yeah, basically we didn't need this, huh? We didn't need it. It, it did. I was like, I know, I know they tried to build it for blood and guts, but like, it, it really wasn't needed. And then ended this right. strong, strong, strong pay per view. So they ended the same way on Rampage, literally the same. And Dynamite, right? I probably Dynamite too. Honestly, though, when I first seen them getting beat up, I thought somebody was going to come out like Kota Ibushi or. Maybe Omega they, was just gonna come out. I about just to say to, they thought they thought Omega was gonna come out just to clear the, house. Uh, well, no, they thought Omega was coming back after the uh, the fatal four way to set up him and Okada again. I don't know why. But yeah, but people wanted. I thought he was gonna somebody. I thought somebody was gonna come out to at least like say and have everybody shook. But no, it was just something. <laughs> After the back, the Blackpool Combat Club came out, I was like, "Oh, this is just basically to give Cesaro another pop." And of course, what they thought what they thought White Six was coming. That would make no sense, but no, uh, not for this, not for this segment. White Six. That's uh, anyways. Maybe he'll make it. But uh, Cesaro, <laughs> aka Claudio, comes out, clears house, does the swing for like twenty times, and uh, yeah. So we really just had this whole end segment just so Claudio could do the swing. Don't know how I feel about that, but all right, whatever. Yeah. It don't mean a thing if it ain't got that swing. Do I, do I, do I, do I. So, <laughs> that was uh, Forbidden Door, and I, you know, probably, I got to get your thoughts on it, because you text me, it was amazing. Yeah, it was good. It was very good. Like, um, 
a lot of matches that I liked, some I didn't you know really care for. The ending of the Fatal Four Way kind of messed me up a little bit, but yeah, I still recovered from it. And the ending of the show kind of messed me up. But uh, all that aside, it was a good show. I was I, I enjoyed watching it, and it did not feel long. No, it did. So you know, the, the last show to me felt I I did not I wasn't enjoying my time watching the last show. I think it was double or nothing. Whatever, last pay per view, I, I didn't enjoy it as much. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, let's see. So, I I really enjoyed this. Is gonna be like one, one, one of the, the better shows of the year. So, I I I really would recommend if you guys have not checked it out, go ahead check it out. I will be trying to buy this on DVD when it comes out. Mm-hmm. I, I still, and they I still, are planning. They're planning what? Oh, you can continue, my bad. Sorry. I mean, well, I do know that they're doing the Arthur Ashe show again. Uh, it was in August or September, like that you did, like they did last year. So they're coming back to doing that, that mm-hmm. big show. So that should be another good one, also. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say they New Japan is trying to plan to do a forbidden door on their side, so it'll be in Japan. Oh, so they I might, heard that. So yeah, I would I would like that too. They did Forbidden Door, uh, New Japan. They're already that. yeah, Forbidden Door yeah. Two is what people are saying. I don't know if it'll be. It might just be for New Japan presents Forbidden Door. Like, this is like it this is AEW presents. Forbidden Door. It didn't be New Japan Forbidden Door. So I don't know. That'd be dope though to see New Japan production do it and then AEW. That'd be nice. Oh yes, especially in a, in a New Japan ring. Yeah, I would like to see that. They hey, man. Hopefully they, they they bring my boys out next time, man. Oh, yeah, nice. I don't know where they was at. They should have been there. Honestly, I'm gonna well, be honest with you. They was they was running on CP time. Well, all right. Yeah. Well, they should have been there. Shows out, man. I don't know why they. I would have rather seen them versus the Young Bucks or them versus FTR and. Well, well, all right, so them versus uh, FTR would have been a good match. It would have been. Make sure you guys like, subscribe, and share. Make sure you guys check out the, the Forbidden Door. Uh, now we're, we're going to move on real quick before we kind of get out of here. Um, Raw tonight was the. It was all centered around John Cena. The twenty years of John Cena, and like I said, you know, in that twenty years, John Cena has done a lot. And John Cena has done a lot of things I love, liked, and did not like. But the man's passionate. The man's super Cena. You know, I've been through all the errors. Do do I have to? Do, do I really have to ask? But I'm curious. Like, what is your favorite era of, of Cena? Okay. Um. Since you well, y'all know me, man. Basic thugonomics. That's that's where I, that's the scene I was introduced to. Yeah. Okay. Um, I had the album. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> oh, that, oh, that the album. Trademark, the chain game. Trademark, but remember that. How about you, Brian? Um, my favorite was the one right after Basic Economics. When he was, when he had my time was now, but he was still kind of, uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I would say probably like, what, 05, 06? Yeah. It's okay. I'm gonna say the scene where he had the Titan trying to him walking in the chain. Okay, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Oh five. 
yeah, so that that's my favorite scene. Probably oh five, probably oh five to like oh seven. Okay, so when he was speaking with Edge, oh oh six. So probably that that those three years are probably my favorite scene. Uh, basic economics scene is is one of my favorites, but also, um, United States Champion Part Two scene is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. When I was gonna say that too. Yeah, when he was saying when he was doing the open challenge, and he was he had the whole United States Championship run, and mm-hmm. the thing with Rusev or stuff like that. Like he he took that belt because the only reason why he do open challenges now is because of Cena. That he started that whole thing, and I thought you know. That was that was good matches to put him in there with the mid card and that and also that I don't give a fuck see like you know when he was just like burying everybody on the mic it's just hilarious yeah but, and, yo you want can I uh can I can... yeah sure what you say my fault my fault I muted myself a little backstage so I was talking to um I was talking to Tarver yeah because you know we're cool now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, all cool with Tarver. Ask him why he got punched in the face at WrestleMania 24. <laughs> I will not. But uh, I asked him though. I said, "I said we got a, uh, we got any John Cena features coming?" He said it might be a Cena diss track on the way. Uh oh. He might. He it look. He could go. He could go. I ain't like him in the beginning, but he can go now. So uh, it's kind of interesting. You gonna see where it goes. I'm trying to see. I'm trying to see. Where it goes. First of all, man, I, I'm glad you, you keep that man's mental together, being his friend. So, <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's a nah, he's a he's a really nice guy, really nice guy. Yeah. The only thing I would say is that the era of Cena I hated. It, it was the I know it was the whole people. people a lot of people hate the Free Pebbles never give up Cena. Super Cena bothered me. Super Cena. Super Cena bottle. So me. Super Cena, Super Cena bothered me until he acknowledged it. Okay, yeah, it still bothered me too. Like, I'm winning, and I know I'm winning, so deal with it. Yeah, okay. Right. When he was like, "I'm Super Cena," I'm like, "Okay, you know what? I'll take it." He acknowledged it. Yeah. Now, so obviously, Super Cena. No, died. Okay, he just like it because he said acknowledge because he acknowledged it. Like, I'm right. I see what you mean. Now, obviously, Super Cena died. In on SummerSlam 2014, so that's when Brock took out Super Cena. He was no longer Super Cena. Is that when Brock returned? Huh? Is that when Brock returned? No, because when Brock returned, oh. Cena beat him. Oh, <laughs> oh, wow! The Super okay. Cena. Yeah, no, but I'm talking. This one, Brock just ended Undertaker's streak, and Brock oh. destroyed Cena with like 15 German suplexes. It just beat the shit out of John Cena. So uh Jeez. that is when Super Cena was dead. There was no more Super Cena. We were into the Brock era. And that's when Cena came back and was doing the whole United States Championship thing. So yeah, that's when he ended that Super Cena that Super Cena thing. Well You know what's one of the weirdest scenes though? What? One of the weirdest scenes. Well, aside from him. Being a Nexus clone, he was in a Nexus for a little bit. Oh, I hate that. I hate that era too. I, I hated I hated him when he was like, Undertaker! He was like, bro, why are you calling that Undertaker as if you're not going to have a match at Mania? You're the biggest star in the company. you just not going to have a match. All you got to do is just say Vince. Like, it, it, 
if he wanted to do that, say Vince, well, I don't have a match. And Vince's like, oh, okay, here you go. And that Kate Cena, him. that whole era, he started growing his hair out and shit. That era was, was stupid. He still grew, he still got that hair. And uh, that, he, took, uh, he, he took the head off the night. Was, like, was that pre or post Nikki Bella? Uh, that was post because that was that was thirty four. He proposed to her thirty three. Oh, yeah, you know okay. what? I don't know. It, I don't know the timeline on when they divorced or when they separated or whatever. But yeah, and then he took the head up the night. I was like, "Ooh, boy, you got to cut my hair." That's yeah, when he uh, yeah. went to China and got the six move of doom. Oh no! The lightning strike. Yeah, the the lightning fist. Oh, oh yeah, oh God. yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I see that kind of stuff. Cena acknowledging bothered me. That stuff made me mad because he was like, "I got a brand new finisher, yeah, and it's yes. better than ever, and then it's a punch." Self, Man, yeah, uh, self-aware Cena. <laughs> self-aware Cena. Yeah, no. I, I, yeah, see, yeah, I, 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 I pass on that. I pass on that. But yeah, but but you know, there's so many. Things about John Cena and the heirs of John Cena have been here for 20 years. Like, to, to think 2002 was definitely 20 years ago. My God. You know, where has where has the time even gone? So, you know, seeing him there back on Raw tonight, obviously. Now, once again, I didn't sit there and watch all of my Night Raw. Cause I did want to just see, you know, about uh, Cena coming back. I didn't... Uh, See too much of the promo or anything like that. He got a new T-shirt out that I do want though. Mm-hmm. It's like okay. the, it's like the whole old uh, WrestleMania video game. Mm-hmm. I forgot which one. The one the one that had Hogan on it. Like you know, what I'm saying I don't, which, which one? Uh, yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. But yeah, I'm like, oh yeah, I want that shirt. So I, I was trying to get his Super Mario shirt that had like all his accomplishments on the back, the Super Mario three thing that he had, but. They never sold the LW shop. I know they yeah, got. Yeah, I would have kept that shirt. You would have kept it. Now I would have kept. I'm saying I would have kept him. Like I would have kept that shirt and not get a new shirt. Uh-huh. I would have kept that style, the Mario shirt. But the one he got now, I'm just saying. Oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna. I'm definitely gonna chop. You know, to go get this one. I will, so I will say though, I I like, I like when Cena has a strict color. He got black and white. So I like I like it. <laughs> You know, he don't got green. He don't got yellow. He just got black and white. That's it. So, so simple because I, I, you know, the whole green, orange, purple, blue. I guess the dope colors was like, sheesh. I ain't gonna lie though. I do got. I, I, I got a green one. I do got a green Cena. Oh, great. So, I mean, it was supposed to be different. It was supposed to be Saturday in the, uh, you know, in the uh, arena, in the dome, in the stadium, but no. No, because now there's no Roman Reigns on that show. So there's no championship match or nothing on that show. So it was supposed to be uh, Reigns and Riddle and then Orton and Reigns at SummerSlam. But no, we, we didn't get that. Riddle's now in the Money in the Bank ladder match because he disqualified. They had a battle royal, a last chance battle royal. They had every lawsuit so they got left in there. And uh, it, it was last out to Miz, uh, Shinsuke, Matt Riddle, AJ Styles. So what is AJ Styles doing? AJ Styles made it to the to, uh, he made it to like the final three. Then Miz screwed him over. And oh, so then, he's not. 
not money in the bank. He's not. He's not money in the bank. And just, just tonight, not that money in the bank. And, and just tonight, he um he had a match with the Miz, which he won like via count out. So it's like he's doing something with the fucking Miz. Yeah. So no, he's not. He's not part of Money in the Bank at all. Riddle which R- is nice. The, Riddle R- and they wonder why people. Uh, and they wonder why they can't sell out shows. Well, you're right. And like I said, they they haven't done anything good to to boost, you know, AJ Styles back up in the picture. Call it because like the whole Judgment Day thing seems to be over. Yeah. What about? Yeah, I was just about to say, what about Judgment Day? They ain't get, they ain't do nothing. So, so Judgment Day. Uh, See, I know what you're about to say, but I'm I'm gonna reserve my answer. Yeah, they're they're talking about recruiting somebody else. I forgot who it was. I know who it is, and it's not who I want. It's somebody stupid. It is somebody stupid. It's Dom. Who? Yeah, it's Dominic Mysterio. Oh my god! And they moved Edge for this shit. Right? Did they even mention Edge uh, on the show tonight? I don't, I don't even know. Because I was like, we just ain't here from me. She just got taken out, and that was it. And I barely heard from Judgment Day tonight, neither. Uh, uh, they, last time they, I heard Judgment Night was on main. I heard it was on main event. There's only two of them now. Rhea Ripley got brain damage. Like, yeah, it's some loose teeth. I said it was on main event. You saw what? That show, I seen it was on main event. The show, main yeah. event. Oh, God. Ugh. It may have been. That's what Judge Day with, with uh, Edge had up, and this is where they are now. Yep. Make no damn sense. Jey Uso taking on Montez Ford. I know it's a decent matchup. Uh, I don't know what happened in the past couple of weeks, but uh, Montez is looking yoked up, bro. Yeah, he's jacked. He ready, he ready to make that championship run. Like, 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 seriously, like Dawkins, bro, your body hasn't changed at all. This man been lifting. I don't know if it's been Bianca or the weights. It don't matter. This and man you're doing been both at the same time. At the same damn time. One upper and one lower. All right. This this man has been looking cut. He's been looking good. And uh, cause somebody put on Twitter. It's a guy. It's a guy I watch for wrestling reviews. They good mic work commentaries. And he put on Twitter. He was just like, "Yo, Montez look like." 2009 LeBron or Megatron when they said, yeah, let me give wrestling a try. Honestly. Because <laughs> yeah, that 09 LeBron or Calvin Johnson for uh, Megatron in, in, in those years, it was like, God, he's some freaks of nature. Mm-hmm. And that's what he looks like. Cause now he, he, got, he, got, he, got, he got the muscle and now he he's he starting like, to look the part. like To the point where I can see Vince, because that's what it's gonna fucking be. Uh, just ready to break them up for no reason because we ain't got no damn tag teams and push oh, my the Yeah, no, that's true. That is true. I don't want them to. I don't need them to break up and fight. I need them to just break up and say, you know what? Peace. I think I want to be a star. Look, Edge Douglas will hold on to this as long as he can. Okay, he already know what the end game is for him. Mm-hmm. So. But uh, yeah, he he uh, he ended up beating Jey Uso, but they, 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 you know they're not gonna they, they're not gonna win on come uh, money in the bank. So and the man still got a high ass frog splash. Uh, so 
AJ's not happy with Miz sabotaging him, so we get a Miz versus AJ Styles matchup where it was all right. Uh, Miz wins. I mean, not, not, not Miz was um, AJ Styles defeats Miz by, by the countout. Uh, we we have a uh, John Cena runs into Ezekiel, and and he, he said, "Josh, tell us, don't ever forget who you are." Then ran a theory, and then they tried to take a, a, a selfie with Cena, and they walked off. I was like, I don't know if I really want my Cena doing all this stuff in the back with all these stars. Bianca Belair and just Carmella had a promo, which I'm just like, why? Why are we even doing it? I'm sorry Rhea Ripley got injured. You know what I'm saying? That, that's unfortunate, but... I have been seeing uh, Carmella all over my timeline. I'm like, all right, y'all need to chill out. Yeah, calm, like, calm the fuck down. And then... Uh, Side note: like, did, did, did y'all hear about that 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 little starker that Bianca Belair had the other day? Yeah, somebody ran up on them while they were uh, at a red light trying to get a picture and whatnot. Yeah, like the fuck. I hear about that. Yeah, it's like, like, a little something at night. I'm just like, y'all. She said, "Look, yo, I try to stay as many autographs as I can." And you know what I can, but when I, when I leave, I leave. And like y'all can't be stalking me. That shit dangerous, bro. That shit is dangerous. Right, and not for nothing. Like that's how you get shot. Exactly. You know that we wrong if we shoot. I'm like you came up on me, right. bro. And of course, there's people defending the stalker. Fucking weirdos. Like I don't get it. Right. You are not entitled to this woman's time or privacy. You're just not. Anybody thinks you know, say my whole, d- d- you know, my taxes and my shit like that. No, fuck that. You, this is a human being, and you are not entitled to that person's time, energy, or picture. She don't want to do, especially after she had left. Don't come on, on my car like that. That's that, that, that's scary, especially if I'm in a town I don't I don't know nothing about. Right. Yeah, especially with the way the world is going, that, that no, no, thank you. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't let me have a show in Mississippi, Alabama, you do some shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No, thank you. Easy way to get killed, huh? Uh-huh. Uh, Alexa Bliss and Liv Morgan have a match again. Which no kids about Liv Morgan beats Alexa Bliss with Wait For It or Roll Up. Oh come on! Vince welcomes John Cena to the ring, and the whole locker room, like the whole locker room, comes out, and then uh, you you know Cena comes out, and then he just talks and the usual shit that he's uh, he got more matches left in the tank, and uh, talks about how he, he thanked the fans and he got stuff left in his career. He never gives up, and we thought they were gonna set up a theory, and they never did. So. Alright. Bobby Lash took on Alpha Academy in a handicap match with Theory the Referee. And Bobby Lash you won. So and Not then, only did he win, he got jumped and won that as well. Yeah. All for I'm him, not mad all for him to him probably strong. lose. All for him to probably lose at Money in the Bay. Oh yeah, you're right. Because you're going to look strong on TV, then you're going to lose on Saturday. Because you want to keep Theory kind of strong. And then you want to build him up to probably see that SummerSlam. Uh. They're they doing, which is tread on very dangerous water, 
a Cody Rose promo. Like like an interview, like let's see how the injury's going. How about you just let him heal? So then when he when he when he does come back we'll be even more surprised instead of just trying to, you know, keep showing him every fucking day. Or we can show on TV. Seth Rollins comes to the back, you know, laughing at scene and talks about who you, you real, real quick, real quick, real quick. Uh-huh. Who who is injured right now? That's not, that's kinda of like a okay name. Who's injured who's an okay name, you said? Yeah, yeah. I mean well Randy was a big name. Well, I was gonna say Randy, but the person Randy is the person that I'm. All right. Anyways, do you remember the Adrian Angle that Randy Orton had? Like, I want to say 08, maybe, where he had a he had a torn shoulder, but um, over time he was just like, "Yo, I got a torn shoulder. You can't mess with me." Basically, Bret Hart. That. Bret Hart yeah. was in a wheelchair. But I'm in a wheelchair, so he can't touch me. And uh, I forgot what happened, but Stone Cold gave him a stunner. He was like, "Oh, your shoulders don't look like that messed up now." And the game was stunning. <laughs> but basically, I was saying maybe somebody can do that, but not like Cody. Like, a, I'm injured. Don't touch me just to get more heat. I don't know who that could be. Oh, it's, possible, uh, it's a possibility. I, honestly, I don't know who is injured, who's not that, that got that kind of charisma, to be honest with you. Maybe Miz can do it, but even when Miz, Miz was injured, he didn't do it because he probably was like, yeah, I'm going to be home with Maurice. So. Exactly, because, you know, t- t- tonight was the debut of Miz and Mrs., so that's why Miz is all over the TV tonight. Yeah. And he got, he, he got a bigger time so I can say I'm got to share it with the Christmas no more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, he just made the jaw with Cena. Talking about, remember when I broke your nose and stuff like that. But then, talks about money in the bank that Omos comes and Cena got that, that, like, that dumb look on his face like, oh my God, he's huge. And he just stays with that because Omos is in the money in the bank. Why? But still. Then, then we have a last chance money in the bank elimination match. Fatal five way elimination match. You know, they love their fatal five way eliminations. Uh, Becky Why Lynch, aren't they doing the battle royal, you ask? The battle royal was. They ain't got enough women. Exactly. They ain't got enough women. Where is Lena Vega? You said, where's Lena Vega? Yeah. I don't know, but Zion Lee got pinned first in this match. I, I see Zelina Vega all over my timeline all day. But yeah, I never I haven't seen her in the ring in weeks or months. She, she probably fucking catering, that's why. You know how you do, do catering, that's just stupid. So and it, like I said, it didn't matter if you was on Raw or SmackDown this match. It was just like, all right, women, come together and and, and, and do this matchup. That's they did. So Zion Lee was out first. Then uh, it was Nikki Ash. Then it was Shayna Baszler. So it left it down. Such a, dude. a waste of talent. It man. was. It really was. Then she left the dude drop and Becky Lynch, who gave her just one of the worst manhandle slams off the second rope. I was just like, get what the fuck, man? Like what the fuck? And that's what happened. So Becky Lynch is going to money in the bank, which which was to nobody else's surprise. And that was fucking raw. And I was just like, God, y'all just... Look, and once again, Money in the Bank could actually become a good show. It ain't going to be better than Forbidden Door, but it's going to be... It could be a good show because they, they always do this shit. They always, you know, promise... You know, uh, when they ain't got nobody to do a match for, the next thing you know, they, they come out and make a masterpiece. So, shit like this can happen. You see how you feel after you reviewed it? Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't I don't be liking to feel that way. That's why I don't watch it. I feel you. Well, that, that was our raw review, so I'll just make sure y'all go like, subscribe, support us. Now, before we get out of here real quick, I, I just want to talk about this loosely. So, Prime, I know you heard about or saw the BT Awards, right? Uh, I saw only that one part. That's all you need to see, to be honest with you. And I saw, I, actually, I saw that and a few other things is some of my friends that are dancers with us were dancing on the show, so I saw them too. QFO, did, did you see it or happen to see the verses neither? Did that happen? No, we talking about the verses. I'm about to leave. Bro. No, no, I'm not talking about the verses. I just figured I'd ask you. I'm like, bro, that's, oh my God. That verses were just a problem. One wish, one wish, one wish. Uh, uh, this stuff, oh, it's my kid. That's my kid. My kid. That's my kid. That's, that's making me mess up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that. Bitch. What you talking about, Ray J? It's GB. Oh, but, uh, all right, well, he's going to mute now. He comes back. But, yeah, so, Lifetime Achievement Award is the only thing, is the only thing I look forward to at the BT Award. Because that used to be one of, my, one of my favorite segments, along with a lot of other things, and then now it just got so bad. I'm like, well, let me see you get a lifetime. I was like, Diddy of all people. I was like, Diddy's gonna get it. All right. Well, no, it makes sense, but you know. Yeah, I guess. Yo, y'all hear me? Yep, I can hear you now. All right. Yeah. For some reason, you went to the Matrix on my on my end. Oh, I, I don't know. Could yeah. be the interference or something. I don't know. Yeah, y'all y- 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 good now. But yeah, so, bro, I did not. What was it about the performance that you did not like? Because maybe we agree about the same thing. First of all, I didn't like the song selection, personally. Neither some I. songs, yeah, some songs not. But, like, this is a combination of Diddy. <laughs> all right, I'm going to just say it. I've seen these guys for 30 shows. I don't know what that was Jonas did. Bro, look, see, see, this is what I'm talking about, because... Because they sketch all you trying to defend Jodeci. I'm like, fuck them crackheads, man. Because they came out and they were saying, First of all, they were just on tour. What happened to the fourth one? I don't know. I don't know. But I was just like, they all just singing the song so bad. I don't know what it'd be sound like when they first come out. I've and been they watching just, you. I was like, come on. I was like, what the fuck are they singing? Who is that? She's like, that's Jodeci. Who should be on know about Jodeci? I said, oh, so stop that. Stop that. <laughs> stop that. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I actually got mad at my wife talking about some. I don't know Jodeci. No, yo, I know Jodeci when they sound like fucking Jodeci. And honestly, right. I think they gave them too much time. To be honest with you, like, yeah, it's on the whole, the whole pre-chord that's on the chorus, and it's on the first verse. Like, come on, that's a lot. That's a lot for Jodeci. And I'm like, what? No, fuck that. Man. No, that's kind of. I think it's bad when you need your sweat rag, your sweat towel, and you only doing one verse of your song. I don't know. I'm just saying. It's me first. Yeah. And then on top of that shit, I'm sitting like, what the fuck is going on? Because they just came out. This is the Lifetime Achievement Award. There's no, I was like, is anybody going to go out there and, and first of all, feel like, okay, we're we, we about to do Lifetime Achievement Award. Let's go to Diddy. And then we get like a little bio, like a little minute bio like we usually do about who the star is. And then the people come out to give tribute to Diddy. We had none of that. They just came out and just started t- barely singing. <laughs> that I forgot who the fuck was that after Josie. I was just like, wait a minute, who is that guy? And, and 
Lady Sketch was just like, that's Diddy. I'm like, this man. Yeah, is I swear, I thought, I thought it was somebody like just standing there for Diddy. I thought somebody was Diddy playing was Diddy. I thought somebody was like being yeah. Diddy. Yes. It's him. <laughs> it's like, that was kind of weird. I'm like, it's fucking him. Yeah, that was kind of that was kind of weird. You got Diddy doing his tribute, tribute to himself to himself. Because <laughs> usually, but usually though, like art, they do an artist. People do tribute, and then they will perform still. This they just mix them into one. So it's like him tributing himself. This is like that's not what you. That's not. That's not what you want to do. And you know what was fucked up, Q? He was what? doing. The, the the same Diddy shit that he's been doing for the past twenty five fucking years, all in the video, all in the videos, all in the, all on the song, all on the record, <laughs> doing his own tribute. And I was just like, "What? We have no artists out here." That can actually just go out there and just have give a tribute to Diddy and somebody just imitate being Diddy. Also, he, Mary J. Blige performed I'm Going Down. Yeah, yeah. Cause I was I was like, oh, so he must be doing the songs that he figures, you know, he produced and stuff like that. I was just like, okay. You know They could have did better than this. First of all, and what we, I would have had no biggie song? I would have started well, he they played it, you know. Say what? They played it like yeah. they played it for like a thirty seconds. I would not have started out with Jodeci though. We doing a, a tribute to Di- to Diddy. I would have started out. What is it called? What's the thing? The little thing? The uh, more money. I would start out with more money, but like oh, yeah, have, more the, more have him come, have him come out of the thing from the video. Just, I would have had that be on the stage. He it's come just, out of the little yo, thing. And it's not the same anymore. Like they it's really not. don't care anymore. <laughs> they, 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 they really don't care. Like, I, like. Oh, you know, what? I got, a, I got a good thing for Q. Q, right? Yes, so you, sir. How many, how many Diddy? So, are you acquainted with Diddy? Uh, with Bad Boy. Just Diddy in general. Just Diddy in general. Yeah, kind of. All right. What songs would you put? Give me like three or four songs you would put for Diddy in a Diddy tribute. All about the Benjamins. Okay. Uh, I probably do. Um, what is it? Uh, the joint with uh Mario Winans and Genuine. Okay. Uh, I probably do that, and uh-huh. probably uh the every every step. Every okay. Step well, I take you on. You're, you're like one for four for four right now. Jesus. First. What of did all, they do? It wasn't. I'm like, okay. Here's the thing. I I think I think the songs that he helped produce, like if, if, if they were to do a tribute that way, fine. And if he wanted to come out and do his stuff, or because I was just like, I'm surprised I didn't hear the D, the I, the D, the D, the what? Like, that's D. I'm surprised like, I didn't hear. Mason come out, bro. Mason had like fifty songs for Diddy, and Mason Mason do nothing. No, well, you know, I did him, him and Mason still beefing right now. I don't care if you beefing or not. You gonna get that check for you know, I'm, about, I'm, I'm about to say the same shit. I'm about to say you know the, the, the same shit. Yeah, Sean come out. Sean did come out. <coughs> he did, and I was just like, oh snap! And it felt it's a climatic at first, but I was like, oh snap! 
you know what felt anticlimactic is when he had uh, who was that? That was was that that wasn't Jada Kiss. Yeah, but, uh, and that, that was Jada Kiss. Hell, I about the oh, that was Jada Kiss. Yeah, Kiss come out. Yeah, he don't look like Jada. I ain't gonna lie. He looked like Jason Weaver at first. Yeah. <laughs> he like Jason Weaver. Face. Don't ever let Lacey Chief say that. But yes, it, that that was Kiss out there. Nah, he had Jada Kiss, and Jada Kiss ain't gonna drop a fridge on him. Bro, they just walked out. Literally, when I say walked out, like you usually people get the, you know how they get the big uh, reveal. None of yeah. that. They just walked out from the stage, and it was like, okay. But it's, it's like okay, so the best I can compare. Kifa, I know you've seen other BT awards, right? Mm-hmm. When it, it's like when, when it did, did they do like our cheetah awards. It's just like, bruh. like one of the best ones I've ever seen was the OJ's. On a show that was terrible, but one of the best I seen was the OJ's, right? Where they brought out different acts to to pay tribute to the OJ's, and the one they did where they brought Johnny Gill, Trey Songs, and oh, that was that Tyrese. the BT Awards? Or was that uh? That's BT Awards. Okay. Because they, they, they started the Lifetime Achievement Award before then. Then Soul Train started the the Lifetime Achievement or the or the Legends Award. I was gonna ask was that the Trump in the world okay. Yeah, and then they 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 did a, a cool rendition, Tyrese, uh Trey Songs and Johnny Gill, uh for the OJ. I was like, this show is dope. Tevin Campbell came back and everything, and then when the OJ got up there, they performed they performed their stuff. And I'm just like, that's how you should do it. And every year since then They've done that with each artist, but then all of a sudden, it seemed like ever since they gave it to Prince, because Prince didn't perform. I was a little disappointed Prince didn't perform, but Prince did perform, and it did seem like after that, everybody was just like, I either want to do it myself, or I want, you know, uh, I don't want to perform. Like, I thought the, the way they did it for Queen Tifa sucked. I was like, Queen Latifah is a legend in this game and y'all did nothing right for her. That tribute sucked to me. Uh, what about uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire's tribute? That was one of the best ones. That was in 2002, though. That was one of the beginning. That's, that's the earliest era of the BET Awards. That, that's when it actually meant something. Mm-hmm. Like, this shit slowly turned into the Source Awards and I'm just like, no thank you. Oh, Buster Rhymes came out, too. Buster I did. I didn't think Buster Rhymes coming out for a Diddy tribute. I didn't. We didn't need Buster to see to to do Pastor Gavazzi AQ. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Pastor Ciroc this way. Remember that's what he changed it to. Oh my God. They, that's they, not a. That's not a. And we talk about a. Uh, we going into like a chronological order of Diddy's career. That's not a song you would put on there. Because hey, first of all, the Ciroc this way. That's what oh, he said. Pass the Ciroc yeah. this way. And it, why? Because Diddy J. Fox was just sitting there so Buster Rhymes. I'm like, that's not the. That's not what I would think would be in a, a, a any kind of Diddy tribute. Pass the Kavasi. That's my song. Though. I want that played. That yeah, I would have definitely just had to try to try <laughs> to make Mace. My way. Like, I wouldn't even have Mace. They didn't even have the interact. He could have just came out, did his part, and left. Like. Nah, he then, make it, some money, man. And then, and then you can get and the then, money at the show. They pay you to perform. Nah. Then, then he had a a, a small. Yeah, Lil Kim came order. out. Oh, sorry. Yeah. As she should have. As she should have. Literally yeah. small tribute. <laughs> Literally, it's like he wa- he just walked to the to the front of the stage and tribute was over. Yeah, well, uh, it, 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 had, it had her talking. It had like a video in the background, something like that. So. 
And then Lil' Kim came out. Who still looks terrible to me. Sorry. Uh, first, I, first of all, I, can she, how can she walk? Like, my God, Lil' Kim like a fucking builder figure. Like, bro, look like somebody. <laughs> yeah. Come on, come on, come on. We ain't doing that to Lil' Kim. Yeah, 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 we are. Yeah, we are. We not are. doing that to Lil' Kim. Which yeah, is we the are. Reason why, the, this, this, this exact action is the reason why she did all that alteration to her body. That no, 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 don't, no, do not blame this on us. Because first of all, we, myself, I'm presuming you, and Pride, and Lady Sketch, she's sleeping right now, love Lil' Kim the way she was once mm-hmm. again what did i just say at the beginning of this podcast i was talking about you know the movie rate with what cm punk said why the fuck are you taking uh, uh any kind of anybody saying with somebody you wouldn't even ask advice from why did christmas from them people fuck them niggas okay and once again like i said whether it, it was eternally or you know or files or, or shit like that but then it, it fucked her up and then she fucked herself up that little Kim is not my little kid from '96. I like my dark skinned sexy body little kid. Now she what she is now is an Asian porcelain doll with abnormally crazy looking hips and ass. She like it looks figure. so abnormal. It don't even look normal. So where it's like it don't even look good at all. Like, That's what I'm saying. She like a builder figure. Like I took these legs and put them on with this body. Now the next person that came out. That's how she was supposed to do it. Was who you Kate. talking about? Faith. Huh? Faith. Kate. Faith. Faith. Oh, Faith. Faith. Uh, Evans. Oh, here's the thing. Faith came out, you know, to uh, do. You know, every step I take, because, you know, he, you know, he was talking about Kim Porter. And I was like, we heard her, and then she just came out, and she had a Kim, head on the face. We heard her singing before. She didn't get no big reveal or nothing. I was like, all right, come on, man. Yeah, she just kind of came out, and I was just like, that, that that's, was it. That's, that's, one of the, that's one of the things about the BT Awards is the reveals of the people that's singing. Like, the only person that got a reveal that I know of is two people. Well, Mariah Carey? But, Yes, and uh, Brandy. Yeah, I was like, this, 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 I was like, this is, this, this is stupid. Like, and then, so then he gets on, he gets on there. Babyface is doing like the whole introduction, and he for brings what? it, huh? I was like, for what? Like that didn't make sense to me, right there. At all, I was like, what? You know what? Lady Skits brought up a good point. She said, Babyface is probably only in here because they know Kanye's gonna show up. Uh, probably. So he showed up and he gave us six. Bro, this ain't your speech. Bro. This man, Kanye speech. came out there look like the fucking new goblin about to chase down Spider Man, and I'm like, he was looking like he was looking like Negro Sidebot. And I was, <laughs> I'm like, well, first of all, like obviously I have not cut up with him again. What the fuck is up with this, with this Kanye look? Like somebody tell me. I don't know. And I'm just like. Y'all. I don't think anybody knows. I don't think he knows. I'm about to say, y'all, we got to help this brother. We had to get Kanye back to Kanye. Like, we got to help this brother out. And he was uh, sitting, he was there to talk a long time, and then he was like, like having an emotional moment. He knew, uh, it, 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 <laughs> you couldn't even see his face, so you don't even know if he was you could I, I, I said, fuck that. He probably, probably is hard talking all that shit. Bruh, I, why, this man has a full face cover, a puffy jacket, on. a shirt. 
glasses, a hat, gloves, shoes, and these big, big show boots. I don't and understand he, he, and the message. The and he's standing next to baby face. All right, man. Like, I don't understand the message. And then, then they bring out Diddy. And Diddy is, like, I don't know if Diddy had a whole thing in Sarah. He was in, like, the fucking his greatest mood ever. Like I said, mm-hmm. everything everything about the performance and stuff that he did, I didn't like. But him giving him. like <laughs> You can see, you like, who? I was going to say, why do you look like Jackie Chan and coming to America uh, and Brush um, Out too? Do you look at the outfit that he got on? You know, yeah, exactly, oh, exactly. Like, 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 all that silly, like, you better preach a sermon. And I was sitting like, because I was like, that that chin strap he got, I was sitting thinking like, yo, who does he remind me of right now with this chin strap? But he was all, you know, like he was trying, he was trying to take anybody to church. He was the 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 he donate uh, a million dollars to Howard University, like like because they they need it. And I'm being sarcastic. And then another million dollars to. Uh, Deion Sanders school and then he was just like you know obviously we, we gotta lift, lift each other up and we gotta stop killing each other and all you know he said some inspirational stuff but it was all over the place mm-hmm. yeah. and I was like you know what oh, god man this stuff just it sucked man it just it, I, I mean not just you know I, like I said I, I appreciate what he said but these lifetime achievement award things have been have, have been have been sucking for the past couple years I'm just like just go back to the old school artists now. Oh, other other things I've seen, I've seen Paula Pan couldn't pronounce Zendaya right. I saw that. Uh, I saw so I saw and Jack Will Carlos. Smith ain't Chris Rock. Will Smith would have won in that category, but he uh, didn't even get nominated. I didn't even know. I didn't even know what category. I just seen that clip. I saw I saw Jack Carlos perform, and I was getting very upset because he wasn't performing. He'd just say two words, and he'd be like, "Yeah, uh huh." That was it. I was like, brother, what? <laughs> You're not going to perform? You're just going to say, yeah. Showing the, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was like, bro, what? what? What is this? And then Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne came out. He rapped. And then Brandy came out. And she, like, spit. But it's like, I don't... How can you say this is a good performance when he's, like, not performing? He's just saying, yeah, and uh-huh. The whole time. I don't know. That's just me. I like performance. No, it ain't just you, bro. It's sorry, but you know look, we better close this podcast out. Uh, and, uh, uh, well, you gotta mention Mariah. She did come out. Who? Queen. Mariah. Mariah spent two minutes with the peasants and left. Are you talking? Are you talking yeah. about Mariah Carey? Yeah. Mariah Carey. Yep. She spent two minutes with the peasants and then left to go back. I mean, look. We'll, we'll see her in November. Hmm. I What's mean, November? you know she got, you know, you know she, we, we probably won't. I don't know, you know. What's in November? Well, well you know that's when Christmas it. music, when Christmas music starts oh, playing. Yeah. Oh, Did you yeah. know she got, you know she got sued over that? Yeah, I heard. So um, it depends on what they say, but you know. Ah, uh, something light, something light. So if somebody take riot. your song, so if somebody take your song and make a hit for. A bill hey, more man. than a billion dollars. You're not gonna you made it a hot. Listen, you made it a hot song. I made it a hot album. I don't know what to tell you. Okay, this ain't Dolly Parton and you know, uh, with Houston. You know what I'm saying? This is you know, this is a you know, Mariah Carey and stuff. So you know, I I, don't know, I gotta look into it. But uh, make sure you guys check us out on all the podcasts. As, as like I said, 
this is gonna be a loose podcast because we gonna talk about what we, what we feel like talking about. Uh, her or this or that. I I had to mention that, that whole Diddy thing, which I'm pretty sure a lot of our listeners don't even listen to the BET Awards, but that's fine because I don't. Yeah, because really nobody know. watches it anymore because it's trash. Man. It is trash. You know what show is better than that? Say what? I think the Black Music Honors is better than the BET Awards when it comes to achievement awards. Well, achievement performances. I would think I think anything right now is better than BET Awards, but that's also not saying that. I don't think the Black Music Honors was was a terrible show neither though. Well, I mean, I I was there. I seen Drew Hill, all of them. I'm assuming so. It's like six people or five people. I think they, 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 they need to actually go back and actually try to, you know, make this a formal award show again. I will say though, um, with the BET Awards, I believe, um, I respected uh, Kurt Franklin's speech. About passing the passing the baton, I, I do and, agree with and what he did, yeah, and what he did for uh, Maverick City movement, because uh, they got the glow right now. Yeah. So, I do hundred percent agree with you on that one because I think that is the problem a lot with you know our society. You know, and nobody wants to put the pass the baton. Anybody else wants to, want to keep their power as long as they can. Like, you gotta you gotta acknowledge when you know something something is here. And pass that thing, pass that baton going to keep it going because somebody, yeah, but, you gotta say, somebody but, pass it to you. That is true, but when your biggest thing on the show, people come for the performances, and all of them are lackluster, you gotta have something in there to balance that out. Oh, no, 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 no. I told the part, I'm talking, he's talking about his speech that he did. Oh, his speech, well, yeah, okay. yeah, no, it, it wasn't, my it wasn't, bad, my bad. It wasn't talking about him, but we, we, it wasn't talking about that because that song was all right, but uh. I thought that's what you meant because they performed it. That's what I thought you meant. Yeah, no, no, I, no. He was talking about his speech. He was talking about when it comes to passion, when it comes to art, with anything in this world. When it comes to like you know, when the baton, that's how you keep the things going. Generations, you got to pass the baton over and let the person experience the power. Sometimes they can change it in ways that you couldn't. But there, are sometimes the older generation and people like to just hold on and not uh, give up their power. And the next thing you know, with these with these kids and people can be learning from you, you too busy holding up all all the power. So he's like, I'm gonna pass the baton on because because right now the uh, the choir that he was talking about, they 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 the hot stuff right now. Yeah. And they are like the hot stuff, like where Kurt Franklin was at in '95. Right. Where he was changing the gospel movement around. And right now, Kurt Franklin ain't making something. You know what I'm saying? Kurt, Kurt Franklin got by on talking. So, you know, it's about time he passed to somebody that can sing. Yeah, and Maverick City is is it right now. You can't you can't really go anywhere without hearing somebody mention Maverick City as far as, like, gospel music and all that. Yeah. And so, it's, it's, so you got to keep helping out the, the younger generation. You got to keep, you know, expanding that. But like I said, make sure you guys check us out on all the podcasts. I'm not going to really go repeat every single podcast we're part of or all the comments that we got from, you know, all the podcasts we got. But you can check them out. Our nerd, No Gimmicks Needed, Nerdgasm, you know, Hip Hop Culture and Beyond, Turntables. This is what we're supposed to be talking about this one, but I got to talk about this now. And, uh, of course, check out Q-Flow for the music. Check out Prime and D-Boy on every Friday for Prime the Podcast. And we are out of here. So, once again, this is NCAA Place. We chill with Mr. Andy. Not Deion Sanders with Primetime. All right, Tom, it's been real. And the man of the reality revolutionary. Q-Flow, Flow the Rookie. All right, y'all be good.
Make sure you guys go out there. Keep y'all head up. I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, everything's going to be okay. Everything will be okay if you make it okay. And go out there and do whatever you got to do to, 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 to try to, you know, make this world the way you want to see it. Fight. Don't be stupid, I'm saying, but fight for what's right. Like John was saying, get, get in good trouble. All the time, so... Alright guys, once again, it's the NCAA Place with Chill Trimmer Sandy and the Nerd Coalition is out in QFlow. Take us out. We're bringing nerdgasm to your ears. Welcome to the show. We don't need any gimmicks, you already know. So sit back, relax, and hit the like button. Go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming. Swag on trivia and prompts top five. Either way, it's fun and you're hearing it live. Join with your host, Mr. A and E. Yeah, you know it's the place to be. It's NC. Imagine your new bathroom. A sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels.